Hi, this is Larry Hama, and you're listening to Star Joe's Podcast. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. became the mighty Battle Cat, and I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Welcome to Star Joe's Podcast, episode 77, You'll Get Space Worms. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chuck. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, wh- where are we? Where do you get space worms from? Uh, unprotected <laughs> sex. <laughs> is, is that the, the, the big thing to try to eat the Millennium Falcon? It, it, it's either that or something that came out of a boon tube. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think that was a space slug. Space slug, in yeah. The, in the Empire Strikes Back. So, so space worms, yeah. Um, so this one, this episode is probably going to be a little bit shorter. Yeah, uh, after or a little bit shorter than usual. F- no, the shorter than the five-hour episode. 70, yeah. Episode 75, yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening to that, by the way, Jesus yeah. Christ. So uh, last episode we had uh, some guests on for PowerCon. And so this episode, 77, was supposed to be a special episode because we were going to do something special for... Uh, commemorating Star Wars A New Hope because it came right. out in the year 77. Yeah, but we're kind of pressed for time right now with uh, Baltimore, coming, Baltimore up. coming on and trying to get a couple more episodes out before we go. And it was going to be a big project. Uh, it was a massive undertaking. So, the idea is... We'll do it later. We're sa- <laughs> right. Well, the idea is we're probably going to save it for episode 100 because it, yeah. it is special enough and it is a big enough thing that 
Yeah. We'll probably do it for that. So. Uh, a lot of good feedback back from the last episode 75 yeah. uh, that we did with the listeners. Yep. A lot, of, a lot of really good feedback on that. I know DC Noise was even talking about doing it for their 200th. For their 200th, yeah. yeah it was Ste- really cool. Stealing the idea from us. So it's all right. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're tread, trendsetters. It's yeah, okay. We, we, we love you guys. It's okay. Yeah, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> he was so drunk. He was so if, drunk. I loved it. If you listen, what was it? Episode 187. 86. I thought it was 87. Whatever. 187. It's called The Drunken Master from DC Noise. Yeah, oh my god. Uh, Keith is loaded when he first shows up. And he doesn't show up for about, what, 50 minutes, 40, 50 minutes uh, yeah, into the episode? 40 minutes yeah, into, yeah, yeah. Into it. So do yourself a favor. If you like hearing some drunken rambling with some geeky talk involved... Go for it. You should check out DC Noise 187. It's hilarious. And like I said, it's called The Drunken Master or something like that. Yeah. Um, but that's then. Yeah. So, uh, so what's been new? What's, what's been going on? What's the story? <sighs> well, I just got back from a pretty long weekend at the in-laws house where yeah. I was stuck in, uh, no cell phone yeah. reception land. Yeah. So it was cool. Um, yeah. I contacted you. I sent them like eight texts. He comes back. He didn't even text me once to say, Hey, like the look of the shirt. Yeah. We got uh, the shirts in. That yeah, was cool. Shirts really came nice. in. By now you guys probably should have them. Should have them. Well, Unless you're going to Baltimore. Uh, yeah, exactly. If we mailed it to you and we asked for your address, you should have it. You should have it. Hope if, you like it. If you're in, if you're going to Baltimore and you're listening to this episode before you go to Baltimore... You'll have it there. You'll have it there. We're bringing them with us. If you went to Baltimore and you still don't have your shirt, contact us because <laughs> we don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But it's a good thing actually to mention, mention real quick is that... Uh, might as well mention at the beginning of the show. Yeah, go ahead. Is... On Twitter, and most likely Facebook and the forums, as long as we have access. Well, you'll have access to your phone, at least, for Twitter and Facebook or something like that. Follow us on there if you're going to Baltimore, because on there we will update what room we're in. Uh, we're staying at the Hyatt Regency, which is connected right to the convention by the yeah. sky, by a skywalk. So we're right next to the convention center, so it's the Hyatt Regency. But we don't know what room we're in. We don't know exactly what time we'll be at the room Saturday night. So yeah. we will notify on Twitter and everything we'll, we'll else. We'll live tweet. We'll tweet yeah. live from the, the from convention. the room and everything else. Uh, uh, if you guys want to hang out with us at dinner or whatever, I'm thinking. I'm we'll thinking tweet. if you don't have access to any of those or you're just not following us or whatever, I'm thinking that we will be back to the room maybe like seven thirty, eight o'clock, and we'll be ready to start recording then and everything else. Because this is Saturday. Saturday, yes, right. yes. Friday, we already have plans. And uh, unfortunate for you guys, fortunate for us. Um, but we already have plans, and we're going to be having a good time. We will probably do some recording that night with some friends that Potentially, yeah. are inviting us over uh, for Friday night. But then Saturday, anyone that wants to come to the room is welcome to come. We'll probably do a recording or two there. So. Yeah, there'll be some comic books if you guys want to Yeah, there'll be them. some freebies, and okay. there'll be some door prizes. Yeah. Uh, we'll do a little, as you come in the door, we'll jot your name down on a piece of paper, throw it in a hat. If you're a female and you want to come in cosplay costume. <laughs> There's no cover. Chuck's, I mean, Chuck's uh, taking pictures. Chuck's also going to be having a, a secret room where he'll be signing RHPs. Yeah, there's uh, seven minutes in heaven. <laughs> um, but No, no, uh, no uh, cover charge for the chicks. Right. But bring your Sharpies because he, he's ready to sign your RHPs. I will not be, I will not <laughs> be signing them. Uh, Chuck, however, has admittedly said he will. Also, you'll... <laughs> wow. Well, you, you're the one that came out and said, if a man's willing to whip it out, I'll sign it. That, that's all you. I gotta get drunk enough. You, oh, well, you'll get drunk enough. I know. You dug the hole. Now you gotta sleep in it. So, wow. <laughs> or however that phrase goes. Anyways, 
so Baltimore's going to be awesome. I, I'm really hoping so. Are you ready for it? Almost. 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 Yeah, same here. i got a couple more things to print out, some references for sketches, my list of comic books I've got to print that out and take with me. Uh, i got to get the freebies together that right. I'm passing out. Also, first person to come up to the champ here and give him a Ric Flair figure, special prize. And it could be any Ric Flair figure. Yeah, Ric Flair. Just, just has to be Ric Flair. Give so. me a Ric Flair figure, you win a special prize. I don't even know what the prize is. I can't win, but I don't know what the prize is. There could be some really good stuff. He's not telling me. Um, knowing Chuck, you're taking a gamble. They're, they're going to walk <laughs> away happy. There could okay. be... There could be some comic books, some uh, trade, uh, the action figure. There, there could be a lot of things. I, well, the thing I'm going to do before I leave for Baltimore, though, is I'm going to take inventory of everything in my room. Potentially a lot be- of good stuff. Because I have a feeling Chuck's going to give away really good stuff that was mine. Yeah, there's still a couple of uh, <laughs> X-Men. Some absolutes and... Uh, giant X-Men Omnibuy. <laughs> I don't have no need for that shit, so... Wow. There's two of them over there to send a phone book. If you guys want them, fuck me. I don't want them. <laughs> Well, they're not yours, so guess what? Well, it makes it easy to give away. No, give away your own shit. Yeah, um, we'll also be wearing our Star Joe's official Star Joe's t-shirts. Yes, I will have black and gray, yep. and we'll have our little Star Joe's name badges yep. on. I know already that on Saturday I'm going to be wearing my black Star Joe's shirt, and on Sunday I'll be wearing my gray Star Star Joe's shirt. So. Oh, you're going both days? Oh, yeah. Nice way to represent. Hell yeah. Nice. I bought two shirts for me. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, my commitment level is a little bit higher than Chuck's. That's exactly. all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Well, I bought one for my wife, but... Right. Um, and this is not the only time we talk about later on, maybe even uh, kicking around the possibility of doing Some, shirts in 2013. Yeah, sometime next year. Possibly a different color, maybe like an, uh, like an olive a, green. Like, like a military, military green color, yeah. type of thing. For the G.I. Like Joe, that. maybe work something out for Joe Con, depending right. on when that is. I don't maybe, know. It's, it's maybe if I can even... Maybe if the wife is feeling interested in being creative, maybe she'll come up with a, a new des- logo design for the new shirt. So this maybe. way, if you got one before, you might still want a new one. Yeah, Or, or just throwing it out there. Um, we'll put Star Joe's... Green uh, JoeCon 2013. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> CoilCon 2014. I, I don't you, know. You going to, to JoeCon? I don't know, depending on where it is. Okay. If it's pretty close to Ohio, I mean... I don't know where it's at, so... Yeah, it hasn't been... They haven't told me yet. Yeah. They haven't, they told, haven't me. told you? No. Once you get the call, let me When know. I have that meeting, I will we'll talk. Well, supposedly, uh, what we found out last episode, PowerCon's supposed to be on the East Coast, so... Right. Maybe. Hopefully. Maybe. Maybe. Who maybe. knows? We'll yeah. find out. All right, so... Uh, we had we gotta jump in because yeah, we, let's go. We we're, got we're some stuff going. We got a lot of issues to cover. At least three. Um, What's going on? Well, at least three because once again, Chuck didn't read everything. Whatever. There's like 800 issues here. There is 800 issues, but still. All right. So, anyways, uh, we'll get into the jet. Oh, wait. Before we whoa, get into the whoa. Jedi Holocron, you whoa. also you also notice that the opening to this episode, the music's a little bit different because Chuck was a little bitch. Yes. <laughs> I had to put my foot down. Now, I don't want to say you put your foot down. I think you whined like a little bitch. As you, the champ, I had you, to put my foot down. There's a certain standard that we hold here. The there, last music was not up to snuff. I don't think there's any standard that not, we hold up to. <laughs> was not up to snuff. The, the I think previous, it was perfectly fine. The previous intro was a lot better. Considering I spent... Well, because you heard it for a year already. That's probably why it was better. <laughs> so Ryan tweaked it, and, and hopefully you like it better. Right. Well, I think everyone liked it but you. Hopefully I like it better. But I had to tweak it for Chuck, and hopefully when he hears it, he likes it, because guess what? The shit ain't changing again. Because <laughs> guess who does the work on it? You. Right. Right. All right, so Jedi Holocron time. All right. All right. 
All right, so we had uh, some emails, so a couple voicemails or a few voicemails, and yeah. some comments from the website. So we're going to go jump right into this here. Uh, we've got from Alias Fly, Peter, who was our contest winner. Yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Who by now has all of his prizes. Oh, thank God. So You're kind of slacking. And he's very happy. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I was putting up the shipping for it, so right. you, can, you can bite me. Uh, <laughs> I shipped the last one. This one had two boxes. We could have split Well, it. that's your doing. I said the contest uh, costume was enough, and you wanted to get rid of a bunch of other stuff. I didn't want to get rid of it. I gave some good quality shit. You did. He was actually shocked when he Oh, I was too. I so, wanted half of that. I know, and you couldn't have it. That's why I'm not allowed to mail these things. All right, so here's what Peter said. He said, hi, Ryan and Chuck. I got a question for you, uh, for you guys for the show. With the success of Avengers vs. X-Men comics, which I enjoy so much, thank you guys. So, You're welcome. Uh, do you think we will see the Phoenix 5 action figures anytime soon by Hasbro? With the success of Marvel Legends and this AVX, it is a no-brainer to not cash in on this hype. Let me know what you guys think. Cheers, Peter. I would be surprised if they didn't. I would be too. Um, I think... I know DC does a lot of event figures. Now, Hasbro does the Marvel Legends... Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Hasbro has Marvel. Okay. I know they do the, um, like DC, they did like the Flashpoint figures, the Brightest Day figures, the right. Darkest Night figure. They did a lot of events. The past three events they did figures for. Okay. But that was DC. Yeah. Marvel, um, eh, there's really not a direct channel for Marvel figures right now. Okay. Unless it's Marvel Selects. Okay. And you get those, you can get those at your comic book store. Or you can even get those at the Disney store since it's owned by Disney. Okay. Okay. Good so with the Avengers popping up, I mean, there's a lot of stuff for that, for the movie and whatnot, so. Okay. Um, yeah, and then with, uh, I, I think that they're, I think, might see Marvel Select. It, it also depends on how it ends, how AV, AV versus X ends. I, if it ends. I don't even think it matters how it ends. I think it's, cro- like if it it's ends just and, a being it, popular. If it ends and mixes into Marvel now. Right, they'll reissue more figures it on will. top of. That's what I'm assuming. But my thinking is more likely. I'm thinking we'll see the three and three quarter inch figures of the Phoenix Five before we see large scale figures. Well, like a five pack. Yeah, maybe a five pack or even just single card. You might see like one or two yeah, of them maybe, come out, yeah. and then if they're the seem popular, then yeah. they might do larger ones. Yeah, the, the legend type um, style figure. Which sure. yeah. personally, I would love to see like a Marvel Select version. I love the Marvel Select. Figures because they're a little bit bigger than Marvel Legends, yeah, bigger, chunkier, just better sculpting. I think overall, yeah. but yeah. So I, I think we will see them. However, here's the big thing: we're not going to see them anytime soon. Probably not because they don't. They would have had to sculpt those and get those things right. ready like a year. And, and they would have so. to assume that it was going to be popular and that yeah. people would want them and all that type of stuff. So there's not a whole lot of risk taking anymore in action figures. A lot of times now, unless like, they have the molds already made and they just repaint them. Right, because I mean, with, but there's some changes yeah, to like them. A slight there's some sculpt changes, yeah. but the, like I said, the big thing with toys nowadays is they do, they they don't take big risks ahead of time. They want to see is something popular before we go ahead and make make figures of them. Yeah, so sure, I get that. Then we had an email from Mark. He said, "Hey guys, I just discovered your podcast. Have listened to one episode, and here I am." Uh, thanks, guys, for keeping retro stuff that I liked as a kid open to conversation with companies like IDW putting out new spins on the old franchises. It is a great time to be a child of the 80s. Thanks for your interview with my, uh, with Mr. Costa. I am looking at more 
IDW titles. I'm looking forward to listening to more of them and see what else you guys talk about. Keep up the great work. We are listening. Nice. Thank so, you very much. Yeah, Appreciate very it. cool. Yeah. It's always awesome whenever we get a new listener. Oh, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. Or at least a new listener that, that we know about. That yeah. we find out about. I mean, there's like there, the numbers and stuff have drastically increased, increased a in lot. listens yeah. from the website alone. And I know they've been coming in from Stitcher, too, and right. from GeekCast Radio Network since we partnered up with them. Yeah. So like our first, the numbers are there. Our it's, first it's, year, we were just like, not hearing from people. Right. Our fir- I understand people lurk and people just want to listen and not be yeah. involved. So I get that, too. I, yeah. I'm like that, too, sometimes. I mean, our first year, we were like ecstatic if we got up to 300 listens. Oh, and, yeah, that and, was huge. And then second year, it had been... Okay, uh, if we got up to 500, we were exact. Now we're putting in numbers, we're receiving numbers of like 700 per episode. It's even bigger than that. And then, well, some of them are bigger than that. Yeah. Well, but ever since it, on it average, like we're on seeing average, about yeah. 700, 700 plus the Stitcher stuff, yeah. which is another 1 to 200. That's what I'm saying, plus that. So, yeah. So it's been awesome. And it's, it's huge. Yeah. It's all thanks to you guys. So spreading, yeah. the, spreading the word around, because we're not doing anything much anymore to promote it. Not anything different, yeah. So, um... One thing I think will be really bigger, bigger the podcast, the more t-shirts and crap we can throw out there. <laughs> one thing Coffee that, cups to come. You know, one knows. thing that I think is going to be awesome in Baltimore, because I'm sure it will happen at some point, is because because we'll be wearing t-shirts, if someone listens to the show and sees us in the t-shirt, I think we'll get one, maybe two people that we didn't know were listening before oh, say something. Cool. Yeah. So, and I think that'd be awesome, yeah. Sure. So, um, then we had an email from Cass. You remember Cass from last time? Yes. So he says, hello again, guys. Thanks for reading my email on your last show. It was a blast hearing Ryan give some love to He-Man. Yes. Don't hate He-Man. Here's, here's some more He-Man love. We got a couple of uh, listeners. Uh, they sent us some of the they stactions. stactions. Got a Hordax staction, and I got a Snout Spout staction. Yeah, the Hordax, they came from uh, Sam Murdoch, our good buddy, right. uh, Straight Edge He-Man. Yeah. yeah. So thank you very much. I'm enjoying mine greatly. Yeah. This one's sitting on top of the uh, studio desk here. Right beside Clawful, and uh, on the far end is Snout Spout. Snout Spout, yeah. Sure, he's over there by Batman. Good times, Flint. good times. Yeah. I, I personally like the Snout, Snout Spout staction, so... Uh, I, I can't I have, take Elephant Head. I, I'm I have, sorry. It's I have no problem with Elephant Head. Personal preference. I, mean, I, I don't see any difference between him and Stinkor, to be honest with you. you it's a big, It's a big skunk. It's a big elephant. No. There's no problem. Can't do it. There's no problem. Can't do it. It's truck right. hanging down looking like a so, penis. I can't do it. Continue from Cass. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Cass, also, you. also, I am a guy. Yeah, right. Although sure. I can uh, certainly see why you wouldn't be sure with a name like Cass. Uh, my dad's name is Karen, so I guess he wanted to curse me with a weird name as well. Uh, I also wanted to know if you guys have seen the He-Man cartoon that began in 2002. I'm yes. guessing. I'm <laughs> guessing. It. I'm guessing you guys might have talked about it on your show, and I just missed it. I, for one, am a big fan and own the DVD set. Less than ten dollars on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I. That's I have bought it. that one. Yeah, too. yeah. I, the love now, is. I, I bought it when it first came out per season. Right. So I got a little bit more, you know, the, the back behind the scenes, right. and the Interviews and the art cards and right. stuff like that. But it's my. It's awesome. It's, it's my, my favorite. He-Man. It's my favorite version of He Man. Yeah. It's my favorite version of He Man toy. I like the two thousand X the best. Looks, yeah, I mean, seriously, I people. So it's it's going against the norm to say it's better than filmation, but it's better than filmation to me. It is, yeah. It I, is. I still love filmation. Yeah, sure. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. still love filmation, but I do like That's the two thousand X much. It's just Young. more updated and more yeah. the hyper anime style yeah. they call it. But and I there's more of a continuing story through it. Yeah, which it's I con- like. Con- right. Continuity driven, right. sure. Um, he said. Also, do you guys collect 
or know much about the third-party Transformers figures. I've always thought they were a little weird, but then I saw some pictures of the Mastermind Creations line. They are like steampunk Transformers based off of a Transformers comic that I never read. I'll attach some pictures so you guys can see for yourself. And he did send some pictures. Right, I saw them. They're based off of the the Heart of Steel comic, uh, which was revisited when they did the whole uh, Infestation 2 Mm -hmm. uh, with Transformers. They revisited that time period. So, yeah, it's that steampunk look. Uh, It's during the Revolutionary War period. Some awesome figures. I I like third-party figures. If done well, yeah. Because a lot of them are done well. The people right. take the time to Especially do it. Especially Transformers. And G.I. Joe, for yeah. the most part. But we're yeah. talking about Transformers. Um, they're they're made with love. Right. So the person doing it, they have obviously have a great deal of... They care about the right. the concept and the figure, so they want to do their best job on it. Yeah. And if you buy one, you're, you're getting something yeah. that's really good and really now, high quality. Now, with the pictures he sent, I would love to have that uh, Starscream one, where he looks like an old... Uh, Propeller jet. Yeah, hell, I'd love to have any of them. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Another third party, I think. I know you can even buy third party accessory snap ons for current Transformers, like uh, different guns and different head sculpts and stuff like that. Another third. That's awesome. Another third party line that's really cool, besides the the steampunk one, is the shattered glass one. Shattered glass, yeah. Which we'll cover this at some point in the future, but for those of you who don't know, shattered glass is basically. An alternate world of Transformers where the Autobots are the bad guys, the Decepticons are the good guys. They do keep a lot of their similar personalities, but they are very different from what you would know. So it's not just, oh, the Autobots are bad guys. It's There's a whole world involved with that. Yeah. So There's some uh, comics. There's been a too, few yeah. comics. There's been a few. They're mostly uh, BotCon exclusive They're comics. They're very tough like. to get. Yeah. Um, I am trying to get one or two of them because I would like to, us to cover that. Sure. Uh, but they're very tough to get. Maybe I might find one or two in Baltimore. Who, Who knows? knows? Yeah. They are on my list to look for. And they are, there are figures, too, uh, exclusives from yeah. BotCon and stuff like that, too. But. Um, then some comments from the website. Uh, we had Toy Goon. He said, hey guys, just started episode 74, awesome as always. I hear I got called out by my buddy Dave Schmave about my alleged Transformers. They are stupid transforming robots, and yes, at one point I may have collected stupid Transformers, but that is all I, that is all hearsay. And yes, I'm sucking up to Chuck, or his RHP, I'm okay with that, that's <laughs> how I roll. Yeah. But I'm calling Dave out on his lost love for the greatest toy ever, G.I. Joe, what's up with that? Anyways... Love you guys. Keep being the champ and looking forward to the next show, Toy Goon. So, obviously, we've talked to him since then. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe Dave gave up G.I. Joe. What the fuck? I, yeah, I can't see giving up either. So, uh, whether it's Transformers or G.I. Joe, don't. I wouldn't want to give up either one. So, he at least finally admitted he was just sucking up to you. So that's I love that. That's, I know you do. Hey, I also got an, uh, we got an alert on Facebook. Uh, they're Toys for Guys, or is that what it's called? This. Uh, it's uh, all is it, no wait, toys, toys for guys. Uh, toys something. with guys. We'll look it up next time. But yeah, they opened up a Facebook. Next, next so time you can come prepared. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I will. Hey, actually, that's a good thing. They to um, too. they're talking about they did the Facebook things for their podcast, so the right. podcast is soon to come. Right. Uh, and I actually worked with Roger a little bit over Skype, and by now he should also have an email from me. When he hears this, uh, basically give him a bunch of links of things that helped us out when, or helped me out when we were starting. Uh, but speaking of work duty uh, for the show, duty. <laughs> Chuck's actually going to start taking on a, a new role the on fuck? the show. 
What the fuck? Oh, we've talked about this. Oh, uh, shit. What is it? Chuck's going to handle the listener feedback going forward. Since when? Since we talked about it. Really? What? Like, now? Weeks, weeks ago. Like, now? No, not now. Was I, I sober when you called? Y- yes. I don't remember <laughs> this at all. The only thing Chuck's not going to be responsible for is voicemails, because they're through my computer to have them ready for the show, so I just easily download them and, and whatnot. Whoa. whoa. But... If you guys email... Don't email anymore. Or or you ask questions on the forums. No. Or you make comments on the website. No. Because I'll approve them, but you have to go in and actually copy and paste them into a document to bring to the show. Oh, God, that sounds like work. Or you guys uh, leave an iTunes review. What happened to the good old days when I can just come here with a drink and a pen? They're over. They're Uh. long over. Because guess what? I'm doing so much right now, I don't have time for it. If you want... Everything up for fine. the fine. If you want the fine, web, fine, fine. If fine. you want the website working, <laughs> if you want those file cards up, yeah, more than three. What the fuck? Well, I at least started. That's at least a start. Uh, what? I was uh, getting ready for Baltimore. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy. I'll buy. I will have them all up before Baltimore. Where are those shelves at in this room? Oh, bite me. That's been over a year. When there, guys, well, there well, are no shelves in the studio. Finally, Chuck's Remember gonna start back, doing some way work back on the when show. in episode twenty-seven or something, you we painted the room. Fuck it. <laughs> we painted the room or something. Right. Like that, and there was going to be some shelves. What do you mean we painted the room? Where were you? Well, I was gone. You painted the room. <laughs> and there were supposed to be some shelves put up to throw the display right, well, around so I, I can look the, at stuff. I painted the room. You and there was supposed some to shelves. be. Uh, uh, a Robert Atkins photo here somewhere. Yeah, that's but not even here that's, either. Well, that's not here because Robert hasn't done it yet. <laughs> we need to get on it, Robert. But, uh, but, but there are no shelves. Right. There so are no images gonna, for me to look at. Are you going to bring the shelves? Is it still August? Are you going to bring the shelves? <laughs> it is still August. <laughs> the calendar's right. That's a plus. Yes. Well, it's a month behind. Well, when they hear this episode, it's not going to be August. Well, yeah, it won't be. A, yeah, well, it'll be September. But... Um, As of right now, the calendar's correct. The calendar is correct. So I've been keeping up on the calendar. All right, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, right, so you, you're just exactly like my wife. You have the best of intentions and the best well-made plans, but there's no follow-through. If there wasn't follow-through... Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. If there wasn't follow-through, go ahead. we wouldn't be at episode 77. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Go ahead. So bite me. Whatever. All right. This question was that. That was Toy Goon. Jesus, <laughs> Roger, what did you do to me here? So anyways, uh, Brian oh, commented, okay. he goes, Ryan, Andrew Garfield plays Peter Parker in Amazing Spider-Man. Garfield Logan is Beast Boy. <laughs> what the hell? Well, number one, you didn't correct me, so I don't even act like you knew that. Because you don't even know the Teen Titans. You didn't even you didn't even know who Beast Boy was. I, what? Yeah. What? Who's Beast Boy? Is, is that Beast Man's little boy? legitimate bastard kid? Is that what the... The so, little green guy? Is that what we're talking about? No. So anyways... Isn't that Beast Boy the green guy? He's the little green guy, yeah. yeah well, yeah. now he's red. Well, I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> what about Beast Man? <laughs> so Beast Boy is in the Teen Titans. Well, Beast Man is Skeletor's henchman. But now Beast Boy is in the Ravagers. Nobody cares and about it's, Mike Myers. And it's Nobody. Ra- yeah, well, also for DC Noise, it's Ravagers, not Ravengers. There's no N in there. <laughs> you guys kill me every goddamn time you say it. <laughs> Come on, Daryl, get a hold of your get crew. Get my soapbox there. Um, get a hold of your crew, Daryl. What the hell? So anyways, um, when it comes to Beast Boy, I actually know when I said that on the episode and I said Garfield Logan, I was like, wow, that's... A, I was thinking in my head, wow, that's amazing. That's the same name as the guy from Teen <laughs> Titans. And then I was like, I bet I got that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm a huge Teen Titans fan, so that's probably why it's stuck in my head. I'm a but, huge Garfield the Cat fan. <laughs> well, I like Garfield. Who don't? He eats spaghetti or lasagna and sleeps. Who don't like Garfield? Not anybody I know. Right. 
you're a communist if you do. Fuck Heathcliff. So anyway, I, I like Heathcliff too. I do too. I'm just okay. saying. <laughs> I was right. just going to start some controversy. Then we had a comment from Alias Angel Alias hey. uh, on the website. Was he, he said, asking about his package you never got? No, he got him. Oh, okay. So he said, he said, thank you guys. I appreciate the answer to the autograph question. He oh, says, yeah, I think my budget's $150 is getting a bit smaller by the minute. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> uh, so, obviously, uh, celebration, celebration already happened. Yeah. But here's some of the prices of some of the people. Okay. Uh, Mark Hamill uh, was $125. I don't think he was even there. Maybe that's what it was last Well, this time. was before it. Oh, okay, go ahead. This is what they sell for. Yeah. Mark Hamill's $125. Ian I Mc- would almost pay that for him. Can I say, all, can, I say can I say all of them and then you could say who's all right, worth fine, what? Okay, go ahead. Ian McDermott, Emperor Palpatine, yeah, yeah. 125. No. Carrie Fisher, 60. Yes. Anthony Daniels, 50. Yes. Kenny Baker, 40. Sure. Uh, Peter Mayhew, 30. Sure. Uh, Django Fett, which is Tim Morrison, is 30. Sure, I can uh, see Warwick, uh, Warwick Davis, which is Wicket, uh, 25. Very reasonable. Uh, everyone else is 20, such as Amy Allen, who played Ayla Sakura. Right. Ashley Eckstein, who's the voice of Ahsoka Tano. Mm-hmm. And Jake Lloyd, who's Anakin Skywalker. He was the boy Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, the little kid, yeah. Um, so, Mark Hamill, 125. Yeah, I see it. I That's Luke. I understand. It would, Fuck it. it would be hard for me to say no, but 125 is a lot of freaking money. <laughs> it is. It, it, I would say no at 225. Right. <laughs> no um, thanks, Mark. Right. Uh, Palpatine not worth 125. Not well. He doesn't do a lot of this shit. That's I am, why I don't care. <laughs> what would Harrison Ford charge if he? Did? Oh, it'd be a lot. It'd be a lot. Two fifty probably. Yeah. Is he worth 250 bucks? Yes. Yeah. Is he worth 300? Yeah. <laughs> if he's doing it one, because you have to realize he never does. He never it. Does. Is he worth three fifty? He might be four. I think I would. Where would you draw the line? I don't know if I would. Because massages Because he never does it. Would you just massage the RHP? No, no, no. Well, you but, look at it this way too. He's he's what seventy. Yeah, he he's never up there. He never does it. So. No, we don't. So I might he might start doing this shit when he's eighty <laughs> because he's not getting any roles anymore. And he's or getting something. out of the house, <laughs> right? Um, Peter Mayhew, obviously reasonable, thirty bucks. Yeah, I I put that down all day. Carrie Fisher, sure, I would. Carrie Fisher, yeah, sixty is pretty reasonable. Dan, Anthony Daniels, fifty, no problem. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Baker, forty. I love R two D two, so absolutely I would. Uh, Django Fett, thirty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you like the Mandalorians and if you like Django Fett, sure. I like Django Fett. I don't think I need his autograph. I, I think it's more like it's not so much the money for me with him. It's just a signed picture of Django Fett. I don't really need a signed picture of Django Fett. Okay, well maybe you need. Maybe I would take one. Maybe some people do. I mean, I, it's not like if I had it, I would be disappointed. But I don't know if I would shell out thirty bucks for one. Um, Warwick Davis, Wicket, twenty five, absolutely. Um, especially since I lost my Wicket. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, your poor wife. Twenty bucks for Ayla Sakura, eh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe maybe not the voice actress for the uh... Ashley Eckstein. Yeah, hell yeah, I would get her. Well, she's fucking hot. Yeah, but... she's hot as hell. <laughs> Again, it's a voice actress. I don't care. I'll get a picture. I mean, of... I would pay. I get a picture of her. I don't think you get the picture of her. No, you can't. I'm sure. She, I'm sure she has one of like Ahsoka Tano and probably pictures of her that she'll sign either one, whichever one you want. Maybe together, like she's holding it or in a hand or something. <laughs> Who knows? I, I don't know. Whatever. I want a picture of her. Sorry. Well, that's just your fanboy hard on talking. Sure. All right. Then, then yeah. Sure. I'll give you that. <laughs> and I'll see you this. Yes, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Um. So yeah. Uh. Yeah. I, I would. I I have no problem with anybody what they're charging. I mean. Um. Well, except for Palpatine. Yeah, that one's kind of crazy. But I understand why. But everyone else, he I'm, doesn't do it. That's everyone why. else, I'm good. Would you get Jake Lloyd, Anakin, little Anakin? 
No. No. I, just I wouldn't get it because I'm busy. Care. I blew all my money on Mark Hamill. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Him and. and uh, well, you got 150 bucks, so you just spent 125 You got 25 left. The only people you can afford is Warwick Davis and Below. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would raise my budget to include C3PO. But what if you couldn't? Your budget's I 150 would, That's I it. I would take some from someplace else. <laughs> I would steal. I would just steal. I would mug somebody <laughs> in the parking lot. No, I would. That's my budget. But, I mean, she's she got to have budget for, like, con exclusives I, or food. If or I'm getting Mark Hamill, I'll spend another 20 bucks on Ashley Eckstein. <laughs> if I'm getting Mark Hamill, I'm getting uh, C-3P. Do you know she, did you know she's married to a baseball player? Yes. Yeah. David Eckstein. Yeah, he'll kick my ass. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> But anyways, um, she's very nice too, from what I've heard. I, I, I heard I would, her on the Force Cast. All I would the time. love to have her on the she's, show. Sometime. She's a she's a nice person, and we could have David too. I don't care, David. I would love to talk baseball with David. Sure, tonight. we'll have both of them. I think I'd rather talk to him. About I life. will contact my people and see what I can arrange. All right, <laughs> are we ever going to cover these issues? No. Uh, also, also, Brian says I liked uh, for episode seventy five. Says I liked the eighties trivia segment. I thought it was pretty funny. So, oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, that so, was. Uh, cool. Dr. Quest. Yes. Good uh, job. We also had... Good job, Chris. <laughs> we also had a comment from uh, on Twitter from SensibleShoes75, who said uh, the... That's like us. Yeah, I don't have it written we down. We wear Sensible Shoes yeah. before <laughs> Right. He, uh, I don't have the exact quote written down, uh, but basically what he says is, you know the it's a quality <laughs> podcast when you have a th- over three-hour episode and you don't fast-forward once. Wow. So that's high praise indeed. High praise. Yeah, I, I fast forward until I get to myself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Thank you. That was very kind. Of so we also have some voicemails. All right. So first we have... Uh, Play that funky music, white boy. <laughs> first we have Brian. And uh, he, he called in about a and some comics issues that are about to come out. Well, sure he did. Why but, would he not? So. Hey, Ryan and Chuck. This is Brian, Sandman on the forums. I don't know if you guys usually get the previews guides or not, but I have the August previews for books that will be uh, shipping in October. And in the image section on page 188, there is a solicitation for MacGyver, Fugitive Gauntlet, number 105. And I was just wondering if you guys will be getting the MacGyver comic. Take care. Bye. All right. What do you think? Um... One of us are, are we getting the MacGyver comic? One of us will be getting the MacGyver comic. Which one do you think is getting it? I think it's pretty obvious which one of us is getting it. I think it'll be you. Who usually gets the the issues? Well, you do. Um, yes, uh, I will be getting. It was one of my all time favorite '80s shows. Yeah. In fact, we're not going to cover it on the show. Phoenix Foundation. Well, we're not going to cover it on the show with our regular issues. Phoenix Foundation. Right, Phoenix Foundation. You remember that Phoenix Foundation for life. I should get that on the back of my shirt. <laughs> on your Phoenix left, Foundation for life. On your left butt cheek, you can be dazzled the pocket. <laughs> Phoenix Foundation for life. Uh, or until all are one, whichever comes first. That'll be on your thong. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, I ran this idea past you. I think you liked it. What? Was once the miniseries is over, because it's a miniseries. Oh, do it all together. Yeah. We're going to do it all together. And that episode is, and I know the fans are going to like this. The listeners are going to love this idea. We're going to do an 80s action show TV uh, episode. Holy shit. So, where we will You done? Where we're going to cover that miniseries. 
because it's it it'll be done once it's done, and then you are gonna pick two to three shows to talk about that were your favorites growing up. Oh, so I know yeah. Dukes of Hazard's one it of them. Starts and ends there. <laughs> well, you have to pick another one. Okay, Fall Guy. And then, well, that's fine. You yeah, can pick 18. either one. That's fine. Yeah, I got I got more. Well, here's here's what we're gonna do. You pick two that you're gonna do research on. Like you're gonna actually. Ah, uh, <laughs> you're killing me, small. No. Fun research, like things you didn't know about the show that you think listeners would like to know. All right. That type of stuff. It's a spotlight episode. Spotlight on 80s action shows. All right. I'm going to pick two shows. Uh, We're going to talk about them. And then I'll have a list of other 80s action shows that we can just free ball on. Nice. We don't have to, like, know anything other than talking about if we watched it, what we liked about it, whatever. It's just going to be a lot of fun talking about those 80s action TV shows. Nice. So, I, I already know my two. You're getting Riptide, right? No. <laughs> I already know my two. You hate Riptide. I don't hate Riptide. I love Riptide. We will mention Riptide. You're doing Simon Simon? No. You're doing Knight Rider, right? Knight Rider. That's why I didn't pick it. And then, you know what my other one will be? Not a clue. MacGyver? <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Duh! I said it was one of my favorites. <laughs> MacGyver. Do you know what else you might do? You don't, have, you don't have to announce it now, but do you know what you might do outside of... Uh... No, it'll be Duke's Hazard and Fall Guy. That, that's, that's, okay. That's... Well, you mentioned A-Team, too, so I didn't know if you were going to pick A-Team and stuff. Well, I, I might do that. There's Miami you. Vice, too. You never know. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe I'll do the you Duke's Hazard it. with Bo and Luke, and then I'll do the Duke's Hazard with Coy and Vance. No. We're not doing that. It was two different shows. <laughs> believe me. That's yeah. where Jump the yeah. Shark. One was, was I was going to say, one was good and one was bad. <laughs> it was two different shows. Believe me. All right, so I sat through those that year. That was bad. Yeah, I didn't really watch those. <laughs> I didn't even know until uh, recently, but they had a lunchbox. Coy and oh, Vance. Wow. <laughs> Who the fuck knew? Right. So then we had a voicemail from Chewy. Yeah. So I guess he's not a dick. Sorry, <laughs> Joe's. It's Chewy. How are you? Has uh, been a while since I've left a voicemail. I'll be honest. I was uh, a few episodes behind, and I'm just now getting caught up. I'm. Uh, uh, halfway through the um, the sucking up to the listeners episode, which is like 43 hours long, so that's why I'm pausing. Uh, Chuck, sir, you are dead to me. Uh, you know what? Hey, you can call me a dick all day long, my man. Just kidding with you. I uh, hope things are well. I uh, really don't have a whole lot to uh, to share other than I'm very much looking forward to hearing what you guys have to think about The Dark Knight. Uh, I know it sounds like Ryan says it's awesome. I could not agree more. I will uh, I'll tweet you, Ryan. I'll tweet you my review. That's how I'll talk to you guys soon. Got to have that drink one of these days, boys. Out. So, other than uh, you being dead... I'm dead to Chewie. We're, we're doing fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not dead, Chewie. No, um, no. It, so, Dark Knight... Definitely got to get that drink in, yeah. Dark Knight um, Rises. Loved it. Yeah, loved it. Was it was awesome. Um, Blew yeah. up half day of work for it. Yeah. It was per- awesome. Perfect ending to the trilogy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I think it's long enough now that I can mention my little geeky moment. Sure, where spoilers. I, yeah, it was when the lady mentioned uh, his name being Robin. Robin, yeah. And then you see him in the cave, and it rises up, and you know he's about to be either Nightwing or the next Batman or yeah. some freaking thing. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. It, to me, that was like Tim Drake becoming the next, taking the main Yeah, I didn't on. know Cobra Commander was going to be Batman. I had no <laughs> idea. Well, and that was awesome. The thing is, I realized he was going to be like the Robin type character yeah. the second he took those guys down at the uh, the construction site. 
Well, there was those you, two no, when cement went, mixer guys. Uh, well, that plus I knew it before because he he was he went to to Bruce and told him he would eat Batman bag. Yeah, he kind of yeah. let on like he knew. Well, who he, he knew, was. right? But yeah. I still wasn't thinking. I was still thinking of him as a cop at that time. I wasn't thinking of him being the Robin type. I just viewed him as being like the next cop. Like I saw Gordon him in was. the movie, the way they portrayed him as being Nightwing until yeah. they said his name was Robin. I'm right. like, oh, he's not gonna be Nightwing. One, once I once he kicked those two guys' asses and like real quick, it happened yeah. real fast. I was like, he's Robin. Yeah. Like, and then later on, obviously, Batman says to him, you know, you should wear a mask. And I'm yeah. like, uh, it's even more of a yeah, nod. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was awesome seeing Scarecrow in all three movies. Yeah, yeah. That it was, was awesome. cool as hell. If you missed him, he was a judge. I guess that was supposed to be played by Heath Ledger as the a Joker. Joker yeah. um, I kind of liked that it was a Scarecrow because it kind of ties all three movies together. Yeah, I, I mean, if he wouldn't have died, they obviously would have worked Heath Ledger. Let's try to do something. Yeah, sure. But the thing is, I and you and I talked about this, I don't know if it would have been worthy to have him in just for a cameo because he was such a big role in that second movie maybe to have, have him, him just be a for cameo a role than maybe that. i don't know yeah i don't know uh i personally did not see the woman being talia i didn't either i didn't either i I'm, i knew she was gonna double cross bruce when they when they were cozying by the fire and he saw the scar on her yeah i, I was like that. she's tied to this somehow yeah i saw i'm like man she's she's something happened to her. but i but never I, thought talia. then i forgot about it yeah. while i'm watching the rest of the movie kick I, ass, yeah so, i yeah. Ne- i never thought talia but i did think that she was going to betray them so I, I didn't know bane was sean connery <laughs> who knew so then we had uh it was a really good movie though i, I really enjoyed it yeah it was it was absolutely awesome. I'm, I'm glad i saw it i'll definitely be picking it up yeah. on uh the dvds then we had another interesting voicemail that came in yes uh and i'm just gonna play it so i got wine and chuck what does that mean hello hello i ain't getting nothing hello <laughs> I told your mom not to call us anymore, dude. Seriously. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Yeah, we play them all, guys. <laughs> We're here. Um, yeah, hey. Uh, wrong uh, you got Ryan and Chuck, and that means you're on Stardust Podcast. <laughs> Hello. I can't make that intro to the voicemail <laughs> any clearer. <laughs> uh, hmm. If you've never called before, it opens up pretty much like the show does with me saying, Welcome to the Star Joe's voicemail. <laughs> you've reached Ryan and Chuck. Leave us a message and you'll hear it on the next episode. <laughs> Can't get any clearer than that, lady. <laughs> yeah. I think she was looking for a pizza or something. I, I don't know. I got man. nothing. <laughs> I ain't got nothing. Yeah, I don't know why your mom's calling the hotline. I got no idea. Uh, she's senile. She's, <laughs> she's, she's daffy in her old age. Yeah, you know. Um, so, yeah, we do play them all. We play them all? <laughs> so, <laughs> we're, we're, I we haven't missed one yet. <laughs> the one, the one time, because I think Chewie has this on speed dial on his phone. Yeah. The one time I almost played the pocket dial he the did. The pocket dial, yeah. But, but there was nothing to hear, so I didn't play it. But it was a three minute long message of nothing. <laughs> Chewie's pocket. <laughs> Live from inside Chewie's pocket. So, you, can, you can hear the heart on. So, um, <laughs> and I know it was Chewie because it shows the phone number that you guys call from, and I've recognized Chewie's phone number. Let's from give it out here. After 27 times of hey, him calling. Let's just give it out here. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> Leave me out. It'll be funny. So, uh, before, we, funny. before we get into the issues, uh, I have a couple things that, a couple of things that we haven't covered in a while. Uh, one is a Star Wars blaster shot. The hell? Yeah. Missed that blaster, huh? Yeah. 
So uh, this out of nowhere. You know how you know how sometimes I, I said I'll pull from like everyday things where there's Star Wars references, but I'll also pull from geeky things where the Star Wars reference is a little bit more subtle. Sure. This is one of those geeky things, but it's a little bit more subtle. So I've, been, me. so I've been watching the... You're going to probably tell me I'm full of shit. But full it, of shit. But it's... <laughs> it, I swear to God, this must be a uh, Star Wars reference. Watching Ultimate Spider-Man, the new cartoon. Oh, Lord. I like it. All right, good. It's good. It's can't be cheesy. You should love it. Have you watched it, Al? I've seen it. Go okay. Ahead. So there's a scene. Uh, it was an episode called For Your Eye Only. How a little plan, Nick Fury, whatever. So... Spider-Man falls into a uh, garbage compactor. Sorry, like, Pete, go ahead. No, no it was a garbage <laughs> oh, compactor. Okay. And he goes, what an interesting smell I discovered. I got to get out of here. Instead of saying, what an interesting smell you discovered, he says, what an interesting smell I discovered. Yeah, I don't think that's... He's in a garbage compactor, and he says, what an interesting smell I, I... discovered. Yeah, okay, you're reaching on that one. Go ahead. I am not reaching on <laughs> I think you're reaching, go ahead. I'm not. All right. You guys decide... If I'm reaching. Ugh, you're reaching. Good. He's in a garbage compactor right, and right, says an interesting right. smell. Han Solo says that when he falls. Do you have any idea what they say in Star Wars? Do you know any of the quotes? <laughs> I've seen the movie. <laughs> Once. A <laughs> hundred years ago. No, I've seen it like three, four, Whatever. five, hundred times. All right, so we also have a new segment on the show, thanks to our buddy Robert Atkins. Oh, yeah. These yeah. are going to be quick. We have on the forums... Which is forumforgeeks.com. And it's also on the Facebook. And he's been posting on his blog. On his blog, yeah. And he's been posting on his Facebook. Definitely on the internet. On his Facebook as well as ours. Um, It is, uh, we're going to name it, he called it the uh, Battleground or something. Battleground, yeah. So we're going to call it the Atkins Battleground. Atkins Battleground. And what this is, is da, 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 da. He, he's taking two properties, property characters of anything. He's starting at random. at random and putting the, well, he's matching them up a bit. <laughs> random. And who's going to win between yes. the two? It's your classic nerd debate. So we're going to, there's been several. He's going to update it like a few every time. We're going to go through the ones that have been out there so far. All right. Okay? Go. Just quick and you can yeah, give an answer go. if you want to. Snake Eyes or Leonardo? Snake Eyes. Right. <laughs> okay, move on. I agree, Snake Eyes. Predaking or Voltron? Voltron. Voltron, right. Okay, move on. Mumra versus Palpatine. I went Mumra. I originally went Mumra, and then someone changed my mind on the forums, and I'm going Palpatine. Okay. Because by the time... I can't remember who it is. I meant to write it down. But they said, by the time Mumra starts saying, ancient spirits of evil, it's going to be... Uh, 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 force choke. Lightning bolt, lightning bolt, dead. <laughs> Uh, did you not understand his name is Mumra the Ever-Living? I understand. He him. does not die. Okay, Palpatine died when Vader threw him in. He came back. An incinerator. He came he, back. He has clones. He comes back. Hey. Many times. Ever-Living. Mumra the Ever-Living. I don't care. All right, He's going to hey, beat him. Hey. Um, Ever-Living. The Force. He never faced the Force before. Ever-Living. On Third Earth, he might be Ever-Living. Okay, what's bigger, the Force or the Iron Thundera? The Force. Well, damn right. <laughs> I just want to hear you bash the Thundercats. Do it. I'm not going to bash the Thundercats, but the Force is the I'd put Force. Him in a little, I'd squirt him with a water gun and they'd go... Alright, so we got some more here. Uh, Lieutenant Commander Data or anyone else. <laughs> no, or the Terminator. <laughs> Terminator. Yeah, the Terminator. Yeah, how, dare, how dare you have Star Trek. <laughs> God damn it, Robert. You know who we are. Um, 
I'll put C-3PO over Data. Me too. <laughs> uh, Leader One versus Starscream. <sighs> Come on. You know what? Leader One is supposed to be the Optimus Prime of his people. Of, yeah, the, the crap. The, the GoBots. <laughs> He's the leader. They're still second. Starscream still. is second in command to the Decepticons. We're not talking chain of command. I. We're talking who can be who. I don't know the skills enough. I, I would guess Leader One would do it. I'm saying Starscream. I think you're on crack. I, I very well could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Captain Mal versus Han Solo. Han Solo. I would pick Han Solo, but I love Captain Mal. Also. Well, you're you don't even really know the character. Han Solo. So, but he's uh, Indiana Jones. Jones. Well, here's the one. He's, aside no, from the Indiana no, Jones, no, no. Aside from him, he's not in the Indiana Jones series. Just Han Solo. No, you're talking Harrison Ford. That's who I want. We're not talking Harrison Ford versus... Uh, Dr. Jones. <laughs> versus Fallon. Dr. We're not, Jones. We're not talking Harrison versus Fallon. We're talking... Jimmy Fallon. Wouldn't be Jimmy Fallon. Why Fillion. Jimmy Fallon? Nathan Fillion. Oh, okay. Fallon. All right. All right. I thought, okay. Nathan Where Fillion. Where did Jimmy Fallon come in? You were making me blank on is what the Drew hell... Drew Barrymore here, it, too? E.T.? What's going on? Garfield Logan. <laughs> Who are these people? Nathan Fillion is Captain Mal. All right. And... Harrison Ford's Han Solo. We're not talking Harrison think, Ford. I, I still think Han Solo. I still think Han because Han shoots first. Yeah, I think Han Solo's <laughs> Han downdrollish. Han shoots first. He doesn't have like ethics or morals, and he would just well do it. But he eventually does get ethics. And yeah, morals. because he falls in love. And but aside from that, the Punani whoops him. He's still, oh, every time. He's still every a time. badass. Uh, so we also had a Sandman on under the Ask the Holocron ask. Oh, there's uh, another one. You didn't get to the last one. I know, because it wasn't ready for that time. Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready for it? Go ahead. Yeah. Tell me what it was. It's Storm Shadow and right. the Punisher. Yeah, Storm Shadow. Punisher. Ninja. Arashikagi. <laughs> Punisher. I'm using your own logic against you. You, you can use the Arashikagi defense, but I'm yeah. telling you, that only works with Snake Eyes. No, it doesn't. he's the head of no, Arashikagi. No, you told you no. You picked the number no, one no. Arashikagi. There could be either... No. Like, the the Blind Master and the Hard Master are all above Storm Shadow. No. Yes, yes they are. <laughs> I understand that. But this is not... No. Because when we had Punisher. the... When we had the argument... Punisher. Listen I looked me. it up on the fucking wiki. I don't care. <laughs> what, told you on the wiki, this guy beats this guy? <laughs> That's what it did in 13 words. <laughs> no. <laughs> When when we, when we we were got doing, a cover issue. When we, were, when we were doing, snake, you're pointing and it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> right. When we were covering Snake Eyes versus Boba Fett, now you're spitting at me. You told me that Arashikagi is the best ever. Right. right the what head I'm, of the no. Rashikagi. You didn't say head the of Arashikagi. You said Arashikagi. It was fucking implied. No, it wasn't because you told I implied me, it. You told me that Arashikagi was the best of all ninjas. They are. So therefore, Arashikagi, and then you told me ninjas beat everything. When it comes to Boba Fett, yes. No, not when it comes to Boba Fett. Are you talking about the Punisher or Boba Fett? I am talking about... Who would win? They're both kind of... Boba Fett would would beat the Punisher. I think so, too. Got better armor. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Better armor. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. Sorry, Chromium Age. But... Well, he he voted Storm Shadow on the forum. Good. He should. I didn't believe it. You're on crack. Well, that I didn't believe it? No. You're on crack. (laughs) For I thinking that it's punished. Go to the forums and read the stuff I pulled off the wiki. I don't care what it you pulled off said, wiki. It pretty much said Arashikagi. that he's an 8th degree black belt. Ninja. For, listen, it pretty much said he's an 8th degree black belt. That's not ninja. His 30 year uh, ancestry for 30 generations has been assassins. And he was in the military. Was special he trained forces. by his ancestors? No, he military. wasn't. This is Storm Shadow. Oh. Would you let me fucking finish? <laughs> 
A was. Uh, you didn't say who you were covering. I thought you were. I thought you won't shut up long enough to hear it. I thought you were defending Punisher. No, I don't think you said it. Oh my god! <laughs> Did you not believe me? Did <laughs> you not believe the wiki? I think no. I think you never said who you were talking about. Yeah, Storm Shadow. This is all Storm Shadow. Right. He's awesome. That he's eighth degree black belt. Yeah. Okay. He's beyond that. He's, he's ninja. Thirty he's generation a assassin. Ninja. Thirty generation assassin. Right. That's pretty damn good. He is very stealthy. What's Punisher? He can climb walls. One generation Vietnam vet. Missing, he had missing special couple forces legs. trainings from the U.S. Marines. He's Lieutenant too. Dan. And... Wow. <laughs> That's outline. Lieutenant <laughs> Dan. So, and, right, go, ahead. Anyway. go to the forums and nerd out. because that, Well, we also had Ask the Holocron. Oh, okay. Uh, Sandman gave us a, a matchup. He goes, Critter Cage match. Ewoks versus Gremlins. One group terrorized the city. The other group brought down Imperial forces to their knees. Who would win the fight between Gremlins and Ewoks? I want to go with gremlins because they see more fierce, but if you get them wet, oh, or if you get sunlight on them. The sunlight. If you get them wet, they, they multiply. multiply. Right, but they're going to be weakened at that time. No, they're not. Well, remember they get they, they weaken, they ball up, and then the other ones no. pop off? No. You can just smash them like whack-a-mole. No, 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 no. You're remembering it wrong. No, no, no. The gremlins, when they... they the mogwai eats at midnight, and then they pop out. What happened when you got them wet? And... They turn well. No, they eat at midnight. They become gremlins. Right. Right. When they when they, they get, get wet, they, pop, they pop out. That's what I said. But they're fully grown. They're not little puff balls. No, they're little puff balls. No, they're they, not. they open up. Yeah. No, they're not. Ah, oh, you're fucking. No, they're right. not. They they come out. No, because they're wrapped up in their ears. It's like the zombie effect. You're not getting. They're about the size of Ewoks, anyways. And they got claws and teeth. Gizmo wasn't that large when Billy was holding him. Gizmo, it, Gizmo ain't a gremlin. He's a mogwai. Listen to me. He's a mogwai. I think an Ewok is taller than a gremlin. A little bit. That's what I'm saying. It but, be like an age. but it's like the zombie effect. There's so many gremlins. They I'm, just overrun you. I'm going gremlin. No, you weren't. You were trying to. You were saying you wanted to say gremlin. I want to say gremlin. But but then you started. Thinking, but well, then you started well, cutting me off. Are you, you turned into me. Are you saying gremlin? <laughs> yes. Well, that's not what you were saying. You, you were wouldn't saying, let me finish. You were saying I want to say gremlin. I want to say gremlin, but again... Are you saying gremlin? Gremlin. <laughs> Move on. Cover it. Jesus. God. Who sent that in? <laughs> Sandman. Never again, sir, will we read your voice, man. Just, Never. Just say My God. Just say I have it. a headache. If you want to say it, just say it. Grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> I don't know. I got well, nothing. Wow. All right. Uh, Shit on my face. <laughs> Is that a tribute to Keith? Yes. Okay. All right, let's get into uh, From Springfield to Tatooine. Go get that. Go ahead. From Springfield to Tatooine. All right, we got a lot of issues to cover. <laughs> Mother. Some, some that we missed last time. All right. <sighs> Snake. Get the free comic book day first stuff once first. All right. Well, we, got, we totally we'll, blew those we'll, off. Yeah, we'll cover those soon. We missed issue number 12 of Snake Eyes. Are we not going to go in order? No, we're just pulling shit. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that. Pulling shit out of our ass. Come on, that's what we typically I'm, do. Let's but we missed this one. All right, go ahead. Go it's ahead. Snake Eyes number 12. All right, go ahead. So tell me what you had. God, it's so long ago. Bye. I have a borrow. You're an idiot. No, this is a filler issue. No, that's a great issue because Snake it's Eyes a good is a badass issue. and he kills like 12 gang members. It's a good issue. And you find out the end... That Storm Shadow needs to take down Zartan because Zartan's the killer. But you would have found that out in issue 13. No, 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 no. Actually, you found that out in issue 11. 
You, you could that shit. You could have went from issue 11 to 13. And I've got proof because we fucking skipped this issue and you didn't even notice it. <laughs> I did notice it because I called you because you tell me I didn't no, really like you this did. one. You You're like, I really didn't like this one that much. I'm like, you were fucking no, crap. No, I, you know, the only reason you know that we skipped this issue is because I said, oh, I found this in my bedroom oh, all and together. we never covered it. I love that issue. The, Snake Eyes kills. It's good issue. That's why but he it's a filler issue. It was a, he killed. This was a bridge issue from Cobra kills, Command kills. to the Robert Atkins stuff. It's a good one. It's good, but it's a filler. I'd buy it. It's a borrow. It's a good You can go from it. issue 11 to issue 13 and miss nothing. Buy it. You can borrow it from someone, read it, and be happy. Buy it and enjoy it. All right, free comic book day. Live the journey. Oh, my God. I'm going to kick your ass. What? Free comic book day, Transformers Regeneration 1, 80.5. Yes, buy that. Buy. I give well, it a buy. free, but, you know. Well, it's not free now. Well, if you know. You'd ha- you have to buy it. <laughs> you should have got it. You should have gotten it. What we're saying is you should have got it. And if you don't have it, you should go out and buy it. Moving on. <laughs> um, Get it. It gives, you a, it gives you a good recap. This, unlike, I will say this, I don't mean to, to badmouth G.I. Joe or American Hero in any way when I say this, but this really does pick up right where issue 80 left off, yeah, where well, 155 and a half really didn't. Well, I mean, if you read 155, they it was just basically a, a letter from Snake Eyes to this little kid. Right, but what I'm saying is, by the time GI Joe ended, they were in their ninja garb. And no, they were they were disbanded. Right, but I'm saying like prior to that, they were in in the ninja force and the eco stuff and all that crazy stuff was going on. Where and then what they did is they picked up at 155 and a half where they get back together, but it's more the classic GI Joe. This picks up right where 80 left off. Yeah. Um, you have Optimus yeah, Prime. So if you were enjoying that shit, you'll Op- enjoy this shit. Optimus, <laughs> yeah. Optimus Prime was gone, but he's back. Um, yeah, he's dead, but you, he's back. Megatron's missing, but all of a sudden there's a giant blast that comes and takes out the what was known as the last Autobot. Um, dun, 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 dun. So I would highly recommend also getting, there was a 100-page giant which was the last five issues of the original Transformers run. Just to get caught up to date, if you it'll, remember. It'll give you a good basis to jump in, jump into this. So, um, so to go from that, we, we also... Have, one, yeah. Yeah, we have 81 here. Uh, Regeneration 81. I have two covers. I have, like, uh, the Incentive, variant, cover, the incentive yeah. cover, which I really like. Cause well, it's that's got that old rock style rock. with... Yeah. Well, the Incentive one is this one with the Prime. That's the Incentive. That's the old No, style. that's not the Incentive. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Motherfucker, I, it is. Okay, it is. I told you. <laughs> Don't fuck with me on this. I know it. I like this one. <laughs> well, the incentive so, one is this one. So guess what? At Baltimore Con? No, don't give away the incentive. I'm going to give the incentive one away. Wow. It'll be one of the door prizes. All right. I didn't really like the cover. <laughs> That's the incentive one. I didn't really like it. All right. But the issue's awesome. Andrew Wildman's art is awesome. Yeah, it's it's a lot better than the Robots in the it, Skies or more than the art. It's awesome. I like this one better. Um, so Regeneration one is... I'm, I'm reading so, it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. So 81 was a buy. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah. We have, uh, I don't know, lots of stuff that happened. Wow. <laughs> no, oh <my> God. <laughs> no, no, no. So we we have uh, the leader, I'm trying to remember what the heck his name is right now, because um, we've covered so many issues. Oh, Bludgeon. Bludgeon right now is leading the Decepticons, because Megatron's not around. But there's an Autobot ship that crash lands on Earth, and they find a whole bunch of destruction happen on Earth, and they're like, when did all this happen? And who is the cause behind it all? You gonna tell me? Megatron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I'm paying like, attention? You said Megatron. Hello. I'm like, yeah, he is. He's at the end of the issue. 
Um, so he contr- he caused all this destruction on Earth. Uh, the Autobots have been away from Earth for a little yeah. while. So they're like, holy shit. Well, then he shows up back in issue 82. Right. So then, uh, did you read 82? Yeah. Okay. So 82 is part of Dinobot Month. Yes. Which I love, the Dinobots. This issue... Of course you do, you're insane. No. No. <laughs> um, this issue, we find out that Megatron's basically leading a bunch of mindless Decepticons. He likes them better that way. Especially, yeah. he loves torturing Starscream. Yeah. He knows what's happening to him, but he can't control it. Can't do anything about it. Uh, we also see Grimlock, who has, ever since the old Marvel run, was not able to transform into his uh, dinosaur model. Dinosaur, yeah. So, he's actually traveling out to be able to find out how he can transform back into his dinosaur mode. He run. Uh, then one of the things that we see is Cup is taken down by some of the Decepticons that Megatron sends out, and he comes across Ratchet, and Ratchet is part of Megatron's skiff ride. So Megatron beat the crap out of him. Yeah. Well, um, the Autobot. It ends with the Autobots finding uh, who are running from Megatron and his Decepticons. They come across some humans, and one of the humans is actually known as Circuit Smasher. And he, uh, we don't know anything really about him. He was in the old line, if I remember right, but I don't really remember that much about him. But we're going to learn more about him in issue number 83 when that comes out. Okay. So, um, let's do some turtles. Some turtles. Turtle, turtle. I'll tell you what, dude. Honestly, I am loving this fucking turtle series. Sure. I give these all buys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what we're looking at, but all we're, four of them. Yeah, All four of them. We have uh, the Splinter one-shot, the Casey Jones one-shot, the uh, and then Turtles issue 11 and 12. So I give all four of these a buy. Turtles is awesome. Uh, the Splinter ep- uh, issue basically looks at his past and how he met his wife. Yes, I, I really enjoyed that one. And that was really cool. Um Art was a little bit rougher for me. It's not. It wasn't my favorite. Well, I, 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 it wasn't bad. Was it wasn't bad. But there's some there's some funky faces and everything yeah, else. You so. get whacked around a little bit, you know. <laughs> but uh, but it showed him with his son. Like it, it it took a look back at his his origin of being a father and a, a husband and how he met his wife and how of his training also and how yeah. he was actually. He actually ended up leaving the clan and why he left the clan and everything else. So yeah, the, now this one, the Casey Jones one, that's that's my pick. I, I overall pick. Yeah, I this was this awesome. Issue. I love the art in this. Yeah, the art was uh, by Mike Henderson. And some hack wrote it. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the writer was uh, he says that because the writer was Mike Costa, who we obviously yeah. love on the show, and Ben Epstein uh, or Epstein, Epstein, yeah. which is who he mentioned when we had the interview. Right. Um, I really enjoyed yeah. that issue. So and he much. said Ben did most of the writing. He just yeah. kind of cleaned it up a little bit. For he just him, stuck so. his name on it because so he's a big shot. I, I based on this, if Ben did most of the writing on this, I think Ben deserves ben needs to a be, job. Needs a job writing <laughs> stuff. Um, I've been getting on these one shots. DCBS has just been sending them to me. I've been very happy. I've been getting David Peterson covers yeah. every single time. I don't know why, but I'm oh. more than happy to get them. Sure, yeah. Because David Peterson is the guy who writes and draws Mouse Guard. Now, they're collecting all these together, all yeah. these one-shots together. Yeah. They did four turtles first. Yep. Um, but uh, David Peterson is known for Mouse Guard, and he's an awesome artist and writer, but he's been doing the covers on all yeah, the, I, these I really turtles enjoyed, ones. You actually get a, an in-depth look at Casey Jones and his relationship What the promise was he made. To his mother, to watch out for his father. Why he's looking out for his yeah. dad. What why type, his dad smacks him around. Right. Right. Yeah, because yeah, basically he, his dad gets smacked around a lot. <laughs> um, no, he gets smacked around by his dad a lot. Because his dad gets no, no. smacked around by the... Like, That's what I was saying. His dad yeah, gets smacked around he, by... He, he's he like owes money. money. He has he, problems. Like, uh, gambling problems and stuff so, like that. So the mob comes and roughs him up. Yep. 
Um, very heart-wrenching story. It was. It very, was. very touching. It tugged at the heartstrings a little bit. If you have a vagina like Chuck does, you, wow. will, you will cry. Keith, you'll love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, love, I love the ending uh, where he says, um, they're like, they ask Casey, Casey, are you okay? And he says, of course I am. I can take it. No problem. I'm the strong one. Yeah. And he shows this, like, hockey necklace his, his that mom his mom had, had, ho- had to support his to son. Support right. He played hockey. Hence the hockey stick he's whacking right. everybody it was, with. It was pretty awesome. So it, It's really good. Then we have uh, issue 11. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Don't pick that Casey Jones up. It's yeah. really good. Um, we have issue 11. I will. I actually have two issues of that. Oh, okay, cool. So do you want one? Yeah. Or I can give it away at Baltimore. No, give it to me. Okay. <laughs> See you guys. See what he does to you. <laughs> oh, fuck the listener. <laughs> I might be able to get my hands on another one for Baltimore. Right, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, you know, dollar binge, you guys can buy your own. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love you. I try to give. I try to give. I give till it hurts. And then Chuck takes it all away. Chuck takes, takes, takes. I take and take and take Um, until I can't take anymore. So issue 11 was all about Splinter fighting. Yeah, he was with the Foot Clan. The Foot Clan. And in front of the Shredders, so he has to fight them. The Turtles in April. They run into some street guys who thought that they were the Turtles were part of the the Foot the, Clan. Yeah, they th- well, they thought they were part of the things that are going on the bad na- things right. around the neighborhood, which is which involving the Foot Clan, right? Yeah. Um, and then Casey Jones comes along and sets them straight um, as to what's going on. These are great because these issues eleven and twelve because they tie back into what was happening in the Turtles one shots. Like it yeah. circles. Every single one of them back. Full circle. So if the Michelangelo yeah. one still is yeah, it's kinda, not. Yeah, it's way out there in left field. I would say if you're going to get the turtles, if you're gonna, not going to get the trade, and you're just going to get the the one shots, the micro series one shots, skip, Michael skip Michelangelo because yeah. you really don't need it. But the other three tied directly into these. As of right issues. now, you don't need it. But yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, shred, the last page is Shredder and Splinter and Splinter because um, Splinter's been taken on the foot and everything else. So then we got issue twelve, and that's that's where this one picks up here, right? And, uh, again, we got Kevin Eastman, Tom Waltz writing, and art by Dan Duncan in this issue, uh, as it has always been. Yeah, just the Turtles join the fight now. Yeah, they, they come in, they finally break into the Stockman Gen Lab. Yep. And, or the building there, and they, they confront the Shredder, they confront the Foot. Right. And they, they basically take everyone down, but they, it's, once they finally realize they have to fight as a team, that they're finally able yeah. to take everyone down. Because at first they were just down. fighting solo. Right. And then they have to fight as a team. My favorite scene is at the end, they're about to leave, and the Shredder says, Yes, flee. You only delay the inevitable. This does not end here. I am unyielding. I am unstoppable. I am the Shredder. And then you see a throwing star come and nail the wall right next to his head. And Leonardo says, I am unimpressed. Yeah. And they leave. And I'm like, oh! That was like a total geek geek awesome moment. Yeah. Because I love Leonardo. He's awesome. Um, and then right for a hack. they all go. They all go back to uh, the the place that they've been using as their hideout. April's and, uh, the the little shop that she had. Yeah, there. and April finally meets, realizes that this rat is the splinter that she knew at she the lab. Knew at the lab, yeah. And it ends there. Yeah. Uh, so issue twelve is a nice bookend. If you went from issue one to twelve, it perfect year yeah. of turtles. So, all right. Now we got Masters of the Universe, number one. Ah, oh, let me just stop for a minute. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, DC Comics. We honestly never thought this was going to happen. Woo! I yeah. mean, we really, we wanted it to happen, yeah. but we never thought it would happen. I was all set to make this my number one pick by, of everything, but that Casey Jones thing was just so fucking good. Yeah. It was just really yeah. good. Um, I'll make this my, my pick. Of course. Th- this is this is my total buy. Yeah, and if you listen um, to CGS, they kind of poo-pooed it a little bit, yeah. but I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, don't worry. I left, I left them a voicemail. Don't worry. And they better play it. <laughs> you hear that, Pants? Play it. 
So with this, we have James Robinson, who's not going to stay as the he, writer. He did the one, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah. Philip Tan is the artist, which I thought yeah. the art was good. Um, uh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I like it. It's okay. Um, I love the two-page spread. Yeah, new interpretations. New interpretations. Of the characters. You know, you get some. Basically, what you have here designs, is, but is it's okay. It's good. Adam does not remember that he's He-Man. No, he's a woodsman living he's in a cottage with, with an old his crazy dad. dad. And his dad it is could be King Randor. Well, he keeps kind of remembers about he, the palace. Yeah, he kind of remembers yeah. servants and things like that. And Adam just thinks he's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, Zoar shows up. Zoria yeah. and. Uh, is the it Falcon. Zor or is it Zoar? It's pronounced both ways. Both ways, okay. Some people pronounce it Zoar, some people pronounce Good, it Zor. Because that's what I said in the voicemail of CGS. I was like, the bird is Zor or Zoar, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just... Like he, tomato, tomato. He's he's realizing that he needs to leave home and and because there's something out there. And he's been having these yeah, dreams. Visions, dreams, flashbacks. And the second he tries to leave, we get Beastman tries to stop him. Right. And Beastman looks badass. And yeah, he looks very menacing. I, he's I got like it, these yeah. markings, on, markings on him. Looks very tribal. Um, my only, only problem with this issue, and I mentioned it to you before... Was too many ants. What? No, was there's <laughs> the one scene where like where Beastman and Adam are going up against each other, and at the very end, after Adam stabs him and everything, Adam knocks him out with one punch. He Man could knock Beastman out with one punch. Adam cannot knock Beastman out with one punch. Yeah, but he's weakened. He's stabbed. I don't care. All right, whatever. I just I don't. I that was the only part where I was like, eh, <laughs> like Adam's not a punk, dude. I'm not saying he's a punk, but. He's definitely far weaker. Oh, sure. Than so, the most powerful men in the universe. Right, right. I'll give that. <laughs> um, and then we see Skeletor uh, basically says he's going to send everyone. Yeah. I cannot wait till the next yeah, issue. From what it seems like, uh, you know, maybe Evil Lynn or something has uh, yeah. a spell over when, everybody. And when stuff. I got this issue and I read it, it was the first thing I read. Yeah, oh yeah. When, when I got I it. I wanted the rest of the story. I know, I was like, right then where, and there, where's the next where issue? Where is the rest of the shit? And I did get the incentive cover for this. Yeah, I really wanted to Skeletor. see the Skeletor one. And I tried to get it for you. I know, you, you were I, really good about I it. I contacted DCB, or I put in an order for two incentive covers to give Chuck one, and then DCBS contacted me and said because of the limited number that they it's got, like it was only yeah. one that they could do So per order. So um, Now we've got Danger Girl, G.I. Joe, number one. I really love this one, too. I did, too. I really did. Um, it is great art. No, I had a little no. little bit of a problem with the art. I had no problem with the art. I had a little art. bit with the art. It is sexy. I had a little bit of a problem with the sexy. art. Sexy. With I rubbed out too. <laughs> I love the art overall. But when they were in the Jets, I could not tell the difference between Scarlet and Lady J or Flint and Ace. I think it was Ace, wasn't it? Yeah, Ace. Is it because they have uh, pilot helmets on? No, it, yeah, they have pilot helmets on and their faces looked exactly the same. Like, who is that? Who is that without without that, looking that, at? That's Flint. Okay, then who's that? That's Ace. Okay, who's that? That's uh, CoverGirl. Was CoverGirl even in this? <laughs> who's that? That's Scarlet. You sure? Yeah, that's Flint right there. Okay, because because it was Flint, Just, that's why you knew it was Scarlet. I, I know everything. No, you don't. Anyway, this is a great. Who's it opens this? Up with Who's a, this right here? That's Danger Girl. No, it <laughs> opens up with a dog fight uh, between a couple of which Sky was strikers. awesome. Yeah, a couple of rattlers, a couple of Sky Strikers, dog fight. Like I said, my awesome. only my only issue with the art was was when they had the helmets on in the pilot seats. 
you there Scarlet looked like Lady because you J. You want to see Maverick and Iceman on the helmet. Right, that would be awesome. That'd be cool. Thing. I love Top Gun. I'm not gonna lie, that would be awesome. I, I love Top Gun. <laughs> um I might have blown off three wads, I think. But but the art is awesome, but like I said, the helmets when you put the helmets on you just couldn't tell who was who. Yeah, I mean you you get gung ho in his dress blues, you right. get Flint, I you mean, got General Hawk, Duke, Duke, you Martin got Junkyard. Yeah, you got Flint, you got uh, J Flint. Flint and Scarlet, which I thought was a yeah, brilliant a combination because like you that. normally don't see that. You see Flint and Lady J. And they're really guess what? I don't I don't remember, but did you see Snake Eyes at all in this issue? Uh-huh. With, and it was still awesome. Yeah. You can have a good G.I. Joe book without without, snake, yeah. without Snake Eyes. And Cover Girl, she went on uh she was like flying home from leave and yep. she met the International Man of Mystery yep. and she had to solve the thing and oh it's awesome. Um basically they're shot down and they're shot down on like Cobra Island. Yep. And then who and intercepts him? It's Chase Abbey, an agent of Cobra. Abby a- Chase, uh, a- agent of Cobra, and she, I'm assuming, is tied to Danger Girl. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know Danger Girl. So. I don't either. But but uh, yeah. and the next issue has like a, a pinup Scarlet. Pinup Scarlet. Um, I already bought this issue. Yeah. At the local comic shop, so oh, okay, it cool. comes in DCBS. If you want this, I knew you might want this cover. Are there the different covers? There's the different same? covers. Oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. Um, if we both get the same cover. And we have an extra one of these. I'll bring it to Baltimore. Oh, okay, cool. So, potentially a GI Joe uh, for you there, guys. All right. Um. So, uh, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow number fourteen. Did we do thirteen? Uh, I don't know. Did you have it? I think that came. Well, we did the last, last episode. Yeah. All right, moving right along. All right. So, issue number fourteen. Picking up where we left off. What would what'd you give this? I give that a buy. Okay. Um, Actually, I give that a borrow. You give this I a borrow. Back. I give that a borrow. I gave it a borrow also, to be honest with you. Um, a lot of it I liked. Yeah. But it wasn't... The next issue's way better. Like, I've already read issue 15, but we... Uh, did we have it for this episode? No. no. Okay. No. Um, I read it. Did you read it? I think it comes tomorrow in our box. Did you no, it doesn't. It? No, I have it. All right, so issue 14, I gave it a borrow. It was good art. Um, you know, obviously Atkins... It, what can we say? Atkins is awesome. Yeah. Um, He's got some chops. I love the the panel with Snake Eyes going up the side of the building right here, just absolutely gorgeous. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, he he's infiltrating uh, to go after Zartan. Zartan escapes, gets on a plane. Snake Eyes gets on the plane somewhat and plants a bomb on the plane. And Zartan thinks he got away. Uh, Issue number fifteen. Did you read fifteen? Yeah. Okay. So issue fifteen, I, I liked it better. Yeah, this was a buy. A flashback between uh, Storm Shadow, yeah. Snake Eyes, Hard Master. Uh, he Snake Eyes in the flashback has to protect the dragon fruit, uh, but Storm Shadow wants to taste it. So, and then when it's revealed, because it is forbidden, fruit. right? When it's revealed that someone stole some, Snake Eyes won't reveal who did it because he's trying to protect Storm Shadow. So, uh, you know, the Hard Master says, you know, that he uh, is. Does not have the what he needs to have to be a Rashi, the, the assassin yeah. and everything else. So he's going to send Snake Eyes to the Soft Master, yeah. who's going to teach him subtlety and, and everything. Um, Zartan's plane explodes and he crash lands bomb, yeah. because of the bomb. He crash lands in Australia, yeah, and it's the Dreadnoughts, and then the Dreadnoughts show up. And uh, we have them here, and they look freaking awesome. Like a big motorcycle gang. Yeah. yeah, they just look badass. And evidently, they do scavenging, and they think that Zartan might be worth something. 
like to a somebody. Or somebody, right? Know. So he's like, yeah, because of the way he was dressed. So yeah. like, let's bring him along. And then I turn the page and I'm like, oh, no more dreadnoughts. Yeah, <laughs> I love the dreadnoughts. <laughs> um, I love this issue also because Storm Shadow wants a meeting with Cobra Commander. Yeah. And it's just to try to kill him because he blames Cobra Commander. And then here, Cobra Commander it's, was prepared uh, for yeah, that. because he's hologrammy. Right. So uh, Cobra Commander's just there as a hologram. And he's uh, now Storm Shadow has a whole bunch of... Um, so he kind of tipped his hand. Yeah, has a bunch of guns pointed at him. And Snake Eyes is standing above. And it looks like he could either drop in to save him or he could just stand there and watch him die. It's kind of left up in the air. Or he could drop in and kill him. Right, you don't know. Well, as I said, he could drop in and save Storm Channel. Oh, or kill Storm Channel. The next one, it looks like they're at each other's throat. Right, yeah, so who knows? Yeah. They always look like they're at each other's throats, though. That's Um, when they're the best, when they're adversaries. Yep. So then we have Cobra number 15. Bye. Yes, bye. I don't know if there'll ever be a Cobra issue I won't buy. It's awesome. (laughs) With this, yeah, it was just an amazing, amazing issue. Uh, we had Lady J. She's talking to uh, Chameleon. We she's have talking smack. Yeah, we <laughs> have uh, Flint and Flint and Chameleon are heading out on a mission together. And Flint goes uh, tries to s- uh, stop a bomb by driving it off a bridge. Yeah, and he takes it over the edge, and he comes up soaking wet. And it's one of the few times you ever see Flint without his beret. Beret, yeah. Um, which I, I'm fine with it. I have this no hair is a little shorter than I thought. Um, <laughs> Lady J and um, uh, what the heck was her name? Uh, the other character, not not Chameleon, but Firewall. Not Firewall. Ronin. Oh, okay. Lady J and Ronin have uh, Billy captured. Yeah. And they want to interrogate him because they want to know. Who his what dad was, what, yeah. yeah, what he knows what and he everything knows else, that, yeah. and just as they're putting pressure on him, and Billy's like, "I know exactly who who my dad was and everything else." All of a sudden, Car the sales lights yeah. go out, and uh, Ronan says, "We have company," and hey, there's somebody there with a gun. It could be anybody. We don't know. I don't think it's Firefly. Might be. I don't know. All right, all right. Uh, GI Joe fifteen. What did you give this? Uh, that's a buy. <sighs> really? You I'm like, really? I liked it, but I don't like the art. Yeah, the, you mentioned to me that the, yeah, the faces. Yeah, the faces yeah. just look... They Okay, here, here's what they remind me of. I mentioned this to Chuck. They remind me of mannequin faces at, at a department store. It's like they look at you coldly. There's no life to them, but they creep you out a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, they look flat. Right, yeah. Um, I love the story. Yeah, I think the story yeah. was very cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the art, I, yeah, I, art throws me off a little bit. I, I wish there was better art on it too, but you know, um, it's not that it's bad. It's not bad art. Rosado's not a bad artist, but he. It's is, compared to the other books that we have. Yeah, like, even the Danger Girl is is a little bit better. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And you got uh, Shannon Galan on the other one, and you got yeah. Robert Atkins on the other one. Right. And, um, so basically, the guys that are uh, were running away into the tunnels at the mine. Uh, they find an area that they can kind of hold up, and they find some explosives. Scarlet's team. They find some explosives. Uh, Scarlet, as we knew from the last issue, she escaped. Well, she's rescued by Mainframe, sort of. Well, she escaped, and she was taking on some guys. And here, Mainframe was one of the guys that she was escaping from. She didn't know it was Mainframe. Mainframe actually kisses her. Yeah, uh, baby. Which was awesome. Well, he he deserved it. Sure. And then they take uh, Dr. Mindbender, who he hates being called Dr. Mindbender. Yeah. Uh, they take him down to escape some guys that are about to break in. 
Yeah, and that goes in his lab. Yeah, and that goes into issue sixteen is where they escape. I like the cover on that one with Beachhead. Yeah, it's I love. Really good, yeah, I love the cover with kind Beachhead. Of distraction cover. Yep. Um, so again, I give this one like a low buy. I give that one a buy because I, I enjoyed that one. It, I, it ramps up a little bit more. And again, it's just the art for me. It's it, that's the only thing that keeps me from giving it like a, a, a total buy. I give it a low buy. I, I give it a buy because the story's that good. Yeah, I the like story the is very good. Um, but we have like Rakondos taking on uh, it's some... Stalker Rakondo. Yeah. Was it Le- Leathernecks and down there? I yeah, think, or, yeah. We have, uh, but we have Rakondos taking on one of the big bads down in the tunnels. Uh, we have. Uh, Scarlet Mainframe finally meet up with them. Yeah, you almost think he bites it after a while. Right. Um, but he didn't, so that's good. Yeah, it, it was just a good, good, solid issue. Um, good story. Yeah, Alpha they, Team comes and saves him in the end. Which so, they were already yeah. saved, which is, the, that's the part I yeah, like. Yeah, they, they already got out there. So. They already kind of saved then, themselves. Dr. Mindbender comes across this pool with with uh, animals that, that are a thousand millions of years old. That should have been like extinct. That. And... It seems like it's maybe I don't know some type of it's almost like a Lazarus pit. It seems like sort of, of yeah. like like you get from Batman and Raza. But he, he knows he's not crazy now. What he was looking for and right. doing research on is it's there, right. so it works. So what could this lead to? Well, do you have any guesses what that might lead to? I don't know. Is, was there any like really freaky things in GI Joe that like the bug people like Cobra Law? No, well I know <laughs> that, but. I hope they don't go that direction. Yeah, that would suck some um, But uh, also, there's a bunch of rioters outside the, the new Joe base. The, the, yeah. The, and they finally break in. The These are just civilians. Yeah, these are civilians. They want the army people to go home. They, they don't like Joe because, remember, Cobra started that, that whole publicity campaign. campaign. Smear, yeah. So they, get, uh, they break in, and they're about to attack the one guard who's been warning them off. And here, the guard's just a hologram. hologram yeah, because they've already left. And the whole base is empty. So All right. So, G.I. Joe 180. Get by. I might be a little biased, but I'm going to give this a buy. <laughs> Our issue. Bye. Right. Um, Basically, it's uh, Larry Hammond, Shannon Gallant, and us. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, nice nice uh, sharing a book there with you guys. Uh, <laughs> um, but Basically, we, it's the, the Joes at Comic-Con. Yeah, the Joes go into Comic-Con to track down someone that's trying to transfer some, uh, what is it? Krytron or something. It's almost like Krypton. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> one one minor gripe with this issue. What? Did Mine, we up more? Right. No, <laughs> one minor, minor gripe with this issue. Last page, last panel, what shows up? Oh, Blue Ninja? Blue Ninja. So what? I thought we were done with the goddamn Blue Ninja. We're done. <laughs> um, no, we're not. That's the problem. <laughs> but it's, it's funny in this issue. It's very tongue-in-cheek. You have Scarlet's getting... Uh, Tracked around by a guy that's dressed up as Optimus Prime. Oh yeah, he wants he's hitting, he's hitting on, on her. her. Yeah, and he yeah. wants to be transformed. Uh, evidently, Chuck and I in this issue are uh, a black guy and an old guy. That that'll be fine. So I don't even care. Which one do you want to be? It doesn't matter. Tails, baby. I don't care either. And we're on that page, and then we're on the following page too with uh, right Snake here with Eyes. yeah Snake yeah. Eyes is there it's in the background. You see a sign for a topless robot, and right next to the left of that says Star Joe's. Yeah, um, awesome. We, we also get Darklon is. Has uh, was it Psych Out? Yeah, uh, yeah, talking to him, and while he's in Darkland says uh, you're making a big mis- um, Destro made a big mistake underestimating me. So, and that's uh, it leads right into 181, which yeah. I, I love this issue because basically Darkland he, he escapes, but yeah. you get so many other characters in this. There was a lot of characters in this. That you was get the very guys from the Comic Con: Stalker, Scarlet, Snake Eyes. There's a Duke in here. You got Lifeline, Psych Out. Is he's trying to uh, talk to him about Darklon and Lifeline wants to get him yeah. uh, medical. You got Tollbooth. 
Right. Was I, I was shocked shock when I saw toll booth. He was driving the, the f- f- chain. You got tunnel tunnel rats He's in got here. The food uh, the tripwire. Yeah. Uh, food truck to the but you have mess you have uh, you have some viper guy type guys but they work for Darkline and they're in their Python patrol so they can't see them they're right. stealthy so they're stealthy they break into the base you got Dusty letting them in Dusty letting them in when he's coffee. not serving coffee when right he's, yeah he's just drinking <laughs> some Maxwell House um, you have things. freaking Road Pig yeah in this issue oh yeah and he actually plays a cool role <laughs> yeah Road Pig Zoran is in it Zoran is in it um, but Darkline escapes that's basically the big. Thing yeah, with this issue. It's, it's like they, they kind of let him go, though. Well, yeah, that's what you find out. Yeah, they like, let him go. Is that they purposely let him go, but they made it seem... Like he escaped. And only a few of them actually know. Yeah, because they do send out a patrol of and the, uh, like Pathfinder, Ambush, right, and... Uh, Outback. Yeah, Outback, yeah. And uh, they don't know that they're, they're supposed to let him go. used as decoys to right. go after him, because they got to believe it. they got to know it's real. And then Zartan, at the very end, Zartan approaches Cobra Commander uh, to talk with him that... Uh, that uh, and tells them about Zorana and Road Pig and what they were doing and everything. So, okay. um, very cool issue. Oh, one thing, uh, qu- very quick. Yeah. Uh, Gallant Gap. Yes. So the next issue we have it has. It's showing the covers showing in here. What well, shows like snake eyes? Yeah, it's a yin yang of snake eyes and storm, storm shadow. Yeah. So, what do you think is going to happen? I think they're going to have a duel, or could they be working together? No, I think as they're working together in the other book, I think they're they're going to have to. They're, but aren't they already working together in this book? I think it's going to come down to that's why the yin and yang, the good and the bad. Right. I think it's going to come head to head with them coming to fisticuffs in the next issue. That's my opinion. Okay. I I, I think that they're still going to be working together, but. We're going to start seeing hints that Storm Shadow has a different motive. We're not going to see them go against each other yet. Okay, I think, but I think we're going to start seeing that there's some other motives that Storm Shadow has. So ulterior motives, yeah. right? Because he's got that sly look in his eyes. Okay, like something's going on. GI Joe will return after these messages. This is '80s action sensation Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I'm here to tell you about the podcast I produce called Punisher Body Count. Join host Jacob and Dane as they give non-biased opinions of the current issues. I'm going to be real. I thought this comic was absolute shit. So let's uh, get into it. Man, yeah, okay, let's get into it. Relive great moments from the Punisher's past. Yeah, why, well, that, that was top ten, easy. What about the time I was buried with a chicken because this dude thought was sick? Why are you trying to erase history, Garth Innes? And podcasts with the utmost professionalism. Are we recording? Whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. Okay. Fuck, fuck, shitty, shitty, bang, bang. <laughs> nah, let's leave that one out. If you don't check out the show, it would be a big mistake. To find the show, go to www.punisherbodycount.wordpress.com. Or download the episodes from iTunes. Just search Punisher Body Count. So check them out. Yow! Emerging from the dark humor that was the Beast Unleashed podcast, Steve Megatron, TFG1 Mike, Pecan Court Michael, 
and the Cybertronian correspondent Optimus Solo move on to Transformers Animated with Transformation Animation Podcast. 20 episodes covering all three seasons of the cartoon, the books, and the awesome toy line. We'll also have cast and crew interviews, so get tapped with GCRN's next Transformers Franchise Podcast. Transformation Animation Podcast, available on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Get your tap on. Decepticons, transform and rise up. Movie Week in Review is the GeekCast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to MWire only on geekcastradio.com. Tooncast is dedicated to the cartoons we grew up with. 100 episodes and more make up one of the GCRN's most popular podcasts. Join hosts TFG and Mike, Optimus Solo, Terror the Rising Star, and tons of guest hosts. We also have voice actor and writer interviews. Tune in to Tooncast as we look back on the cartoons that defined us as geeks. You can find Tooncast on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Tune in. Now back to GI Joe. All right, I know we're kind of up against it for time. We got sure. uh, we got time for a couple more. Oh yeah, we got we got we got time. We got right. time, baby. We got time, baby. <laughs> got another like twenty minutes to go. All right, hey, let's do some blood ties. All right, blood ties. Um, bye. Guitar well, solid. Four, three, and four buys. Buying the trade when it fucking comes. Yeah. Uh, this wrapped up blood ties. We Get it. <laughs> we find out that the the female bounty hunter that. Connor went to go yeah, visit. Not only is she sexy as hell, but she was Boba Fett's wife. Yeah, sexy as hell. And that was, and the little girl who Connor thought was the bounty hunter yeah. originally is Boba Fett's daughter. Right. And now you're looking at three first. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. She is a badass. Oh, total. And she takes out a bunch of guys that show up at her place. Uh, Boba Fett is on a mission, and I love this scene where. The whole barracks are there, mm-hmm. and they realize that Boba Fett is the guy it's disguised as the five first yeah, because they knew that guy was dead, and because the markings and there and he's like, we're basically their their uh, their general guy to order is ordering them to take him down. Clone captain, yeah, he's about he's ordering them to take Boba Fett down because they way outnumber him, and he's basically and, and Boba Fett points out. Yeah, you made a strategical error. You're standing in front of the grenades. <laughs> and he just takes one shot and boom, boom takes them all out. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> the thing behind him, yeah, it was awesome. Um, oh, and I think also in this issue, isn't this the one where, yeah, Boba Fett, d- disguised as a 501st, runs across Darth Vader, who he's had dealings bumpings with, with yeah, before. Fast, yeah. um, and But Vader never catches on that it's Boba Fett. Uh-uh. And we end the issue... With uh, he's slick, yeah, <laughs> and we end the issue with Connor realizing that that is Boba Fett's wife and, and daughter, kid, yeah. and he had kissed, and she had kissed him, yeah, oh, because you know he looks like Boba Fett, hey now, because they're clones. Um, so issue four. issue four, which wraps it all up, where we get the title, which is Space Worms. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want these stories to end. I know. It'd be cool if it so. continued, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there, well, there was another Boba, the previous Boba Fett story, so there might yeah. be another one. There might be another ones. one. I'm kind of hoping when they do the blood ties, I hope that they will do another character besides Boba Fett, because they've already done two with Boba Fett, and they're calling it blood ties. It's not like it's called Boba Fett. 
So, Boba Fett time. Right. I'd like to see some other uh, characters do them do something special. I'm good for one more Boba Fett story. Well, I'll take a Boba Fett story. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I will not throw it out of bed. I like my Boba Fett. <laughs> I will buy another Boba Fett. <laughs> so we have... Uh, they're, they're trapped inside Connor and, and uh, Boba Fett's wife and kid. They're all held up in the house. Right? In the house. Some explosions happen, but they're in you know a safety area. Boba Fett shows up. At the house. Yeah, and Slave One. In his Slave One. Shoots all shoots the guys. Shoots the bad guys out trying to blow him into his house. Takes everyone down. It goes inside. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boba Fett just kicking ass and taking names. Connor and Boba Fett's wife get some Mandalorian armor and they start taking guys down. It's just a shoot fest. It's just battle royale. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they, they walk away it was funny because Connor and Boba Fett are talking, and he, and Connor tells Boba Fett, "It's over. The man who tried to kill us is dead. Your family is safe." And Boba Fett turns to me and goes, "You kissed my wife. Yeah. Uh, you're dead." <laughs> and uh, so yeah, it just kind of uh, all works she, out. Kind of kiss me. Yeah. <laughs> but all, all the meantime, they're down there held up, and they're thinking about they're going to die and stuff like that. Yeah. So they're getting close together and they're talking, and a little girl's telling them, "You'll get space worms." Right. Because you'll get kissing, space worms. Right. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. And the daughter's name is Aelin, and Boba Fett actually asks, did you see Aelin? And uh, Connor says, yes, she's funny, she has our eyes, because yeah, again, the, the cold clone, clone yeah. thing. So, But he actually never saw his family. No. Which I thought was cool. Yeah, I thought it was an awesome issue. Shows uh, how much of a badass he is. So, alright, now we uh, have... You want to do Ghost Prison, or you want to do uh, we can, Darth Maul? We can cover them both. Alright, let's we do got that. Them, got them all, baby. We still got time, we still got time. Alright, so we have Darth Maul Death Sentence number one. What'd you give this? Uh, bye. Yeah, this is awesome. It was really good. This was a bye. This is tied into the Clone Wars animated series because you have Darth Maul's return where he's got a half of a cybernetic body. And you got Savage Press. Savage Press. And they're brothers. And Go figure. they're hanging out. They've been being tracked down the whole time by you know the uh, Repu- hunters, Republic yeah. and everything else. They're inside this bar, cantina, yeah. And someone gives someone gives the location this little ferret-looking guy, and he look like a badger. Yeah, it could be that too. But he wants his payment up front because he, he knows, knows what's going to happen. About to happen, you're going to die. So <laughs> they start shooting right away. Savage Press jumps up and takes down a bunch of guys. So does uh, then then um, Darth Maul joins the battle, and he's got these legs that just like. Kick everyone's ass. Well, he's a he's half right robot, you know, yep. cyborg. So yeah, he kind of he looks like General Grievous from the waist down. Which was first seen in the book uh, trade called Visionaries. It was a trade of original stories. Yeah. It was never single issues, but that is where you find out that uh, Darth Maul survived. I the, guess it's canon the, now. The yeah. cutting in half. So. I guess it's canon now. He's alive. So they have a mission. They're going. Uh, it was just too badass to kill in one movie, kind of like yeah. what they did with Boba Fett. Yeah. They rewrote him back in. But they have they have some guys they want to take down, so they enter this one area, but there's Jedi there. Yeah, so now if you picture, he's Darth Maul from the waist up and General Grievous from the waist down. Yeah, pretty much. The same kind of cyber Jedi Right. And he pins one guy against the wall of that canteen with awesome. one of those legs. Yeah. It looks like Chewbacca, but it's it's like a Wookiee kind of... Yeah, but they, they have guys that they're trying to take out, but when they go into this one place, they do take out the guy they want to take out, uh, but he gets saved. By the Jedi, and then also you see Darth Maul. Like Savage Press is like Jedi, and then Darth Maul's like Jedi. We gotta kill the Jedi. Yeah, so it was a, it was a good issue. 
Alright, now uh, we Darth got Vader and Ghost Prison 2. Ghost Prison 2, issues 2 and 3. What'd you give these? I bought them both. I, yeah, they're buys. Uh, I like these issues a lot better than the first one because you actually had Vader <laughs> and the Ghost Prison. Wow. <laughs> what a downside. So. I, I'm enjoying the whole story, the whole series. Yeah, we have Vader, is, he's got his Freako guy and. Um, his freak out what he's got his freak out his freak out guy the, the cadet that was like half yeah. burnt on his face and then we have uh, they're trying to save Palpatine the Palpatine because he was yeah and we have uh, is it Moth Tracta I believe his name is he he's the doctor that's trying to save save the uh, the emperor and everything else but the guy that organized it all that led this whole coup against against them mm-hmm. uh, he announces that the emperor was killed yeah, and that you know they're gonna bring order back and everything else. So when they report to their higher ups, that's what they tell them. But Vader and them ain't going down easy. They decide to go to this ghost prison, find out a little bit more about what had happened. Because basically, what we found out was the Jedi Council was hiding a lot of their prisoners. hiding their prisoners. Yeah, and there was no humans on no, on the Jedi ghost was prison. hiding these people. Yeah. yeah, the Jedi were doing this, and Anakin always wanted to know. What's happening to all the people right. that arrested? And at this point, when he was a Jedi, nobody knows that other than the Emperor at this point that Anakin and Vader were the same person, right? Because this guy actually, this half-faced guy, he actually asks them like, uh, "What's the deal with this Anakin and everything else?" And Vader goes, "I killed him." So again, tying into Obi Wan yeah. saying that, "Oh, you know, he Darth Vader killed your father." Father, right? Exactly. So just really, really good. So someone series. did their homework. Yeah, <laughs> really, really good series. We're finding more about the ghost prison. Uh, they they arrive there. They kill the one Jedi that was actually there for a long time because she didn't know that the Jedi was Council like was taken yeah, down. Yeah. And there's one guy in there that they want to go interrogate. Moss Trocta wants to interrogate, which is a guy, I believe, if I remember right, from like the first issue or something like that. Or we find out some history between Trocta and, and this guy made Trocta who he is as far as him the having to wear the breathing apparatus yeah. and everything else. So, Tracta's getting his. If you know revenge. the Luke Skywalker concept figure, Macquarie figure, he looks like that with the Star Killer. Yeah. With the uh, the mask, the breathing mask. Yeah. Um, so then we Ooh. have. Uh, do we want to go over some of these real uh, quick? We'll go over uh, Voltron. Voltron and Battle Beast. Battle Beast, that'd be good. Yeah. So, uh, we'll have some more Star Wars next time. We'll have some more Battle Beast next time. We yeah, gotta get more caught Transformers up. Transformers next time. But. Yeah. We gotta get caught up on some issues. But uh, we have in Voltron number six, what'd you give this? Uh, a borrow. I gave this one a borrow also. It's good. It's a good issue. We find out more about um, General Zarkon. Yeah, and also in that issue, there's a there's a preview for issue seven in the back. Of yeah. It, so that was pretty cool. Uh, Zarkon, we find out more of how he became this purple alien. Yeah. Just a little bit more. The big surprise at the end, which almost, which almost made this a buy for me, was Sven showed up. Yeah, but it, to me, like what a, it only seems like part of an issue. It doesn't seem like a full issue to me. I don't know. It seemed like a full issue to me. It did go by quickly, which yeah. is kind of what made it a borrow for me. The other thing, because, I think because Dino, I put that preview of seven in the back. Yeah. You're missing like a couple pages of story. No, the, I, I counted the pages. It was a full full issue. Was it? Yeah. It seemed but short the, the, because of that. There wasn't a lot of words, so you, yeah, you flew yeah, through it real yeah. quick. But... The, I love the big reveal of Sven. I think it would have had more of an impact if Voltron Year One was done with because it's a miniseries. I thought it was going to be ongoing, but it's just a miniseries because that might show that Sven quote unquote died died in that, at yeah. the end. 
And then, so then Sven Bringing being him back would have yeah, been a bigger reveal. A little too soon. Little yeah. Too soon. Yeah. yeah. But it's a good, it's still good. It's a good book. You borrow it. Um, Battle Beasts. Uh, number one. Yeah, bye. Yeah, bye. I, I, I like that one a lot. I love this issue. Um, this almost ended up being my total buy. Um, the only thing I was confused about, like I told you, was the, the, the language that they spoke, only the one girl understood it. And if you, when you read issue number two, it makes a lot more sense. I haven't read number two yet. Um, not to spoil anything, but she's basically like a language savant. Okay. Like a rainbow life. And one thing I, I forgot to mention too, when you and I were talking about that, is there's people that know what the hieroglyphics were and how it was probably spoken. So there was no, there's no language for that, but yet there's linguists that like know how these dead languages were spoken way back when. And there's no one around to say that they're right or wrong, but yeah, yeah. but they based on what they know, That's their interpretation, right? Yeah. So this was written by Bobby Gurnow, and the art was Valero sh- uh, Shitty, and it wasn't Shitty, so <laughs> it's Shitty. Um, but you have three Battle Beast guys: <laughs> the Vorin, who I actually have a figure of, and we'll cover that in a future episode. Um, and that's that's the Ram figure, right? the Ram guy. Yeah, yeah. he. Th- him and the two, these two other guys, uh, uh, Bird, I can't remember their names, but the Bird and the Walrus guy, they are trying to stop a, a giant battle from happening. And there's these... Yeah, it seems like some of them are good, some of them are bad. If yeah. you don't know Battle Beasts, they're, they're animals that act are like humanoids, humans. Yeah. And they, they constantly fight. Walk on two However, legs, on, they can battle, they have weapons. On Earth, there's these special weapons... They could bring about this, like, prophesized about. Yeah. And so all the Battle Beasts are coming to Earth, and Vorin and his two guys want to help stop it from happening. To stop the other ones from... And there's a giant freaking bear that picks up a cop car. They're just... It's like Godzilla. They're smashing cities. There's looking a for cheetah things, running yeah. as... Fa- cheetah guy running as fast as a motorcycle. There's a there's a cow one. There's... Yeah, there's There's a, just different animals that, and different beasts. Yeah. There's all these... Fighting all just over the Just fighting. Place. And, yeah. it, and there's a hammerhead shark guy. I mean, it for me... Half the fun, or three fourths of the fun, was seeing what other creatures they were going to come up with, oh, and yeah. and it continues in issue two. You will see some of the craziest ass shit in the world. They had a freaking cow on the last page, flying squirrel, flying squirrel. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's all these Walrus, things. There's an elephant. There's like, like a vulture looking thing or toad looking yeah. thing. Um, there's a lynx guy there. Yeah, it's out there, yeah. Monkey man. <laughs> it's like third earth. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Battle beast. Pick it up. If you didn't pick it up. Pick it up in digital. If you don't pick up in digital, pick up the trade. Get the trade. Anyway. Anyway. Do yourself a favor. And get All right. So, another classic from IDW. Yes. So we're going to have some more issues to cover next time after all the Baltimore extravaganza happens. Um, again, we're going to have a Baltimore wrap-up of what we got. Yeah. And, you know, things of that nature. And cover more sketches issues. Sketches that we got. Yeah. Issues, trades. So yeah. it's just gonna, toys, it's going to be what awesome. We got. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, so I, well, number one, I really need to vacation. I right. need to get away from work yeah. and the wife Everything. and kids for a while. Yeah. Escape life. I need to hang out with some friends. I need to get some beers yep. in me. Talk some comics. Smoke yep. some cigars. Get drunk. Get laid. <laughs> I need a vacation. Well, you can't get laid. I need a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. This episode... I'm going to try to get out like a day or two before we leave, so this way anyone going to Baltimore can listen to this episode on, on the way, the way down. Yeah. on the way to Baltimore. So on the way down, 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 down. Um, but yeah, just awesome time. Ugh, Can't gonna, say enough. It's going to be. It better be epic. Hoping it better be epic. Hoping to get two or three episodes out of the weekend. Whew. 
and I will put them up as fast as I can get them I'm hoping up. Hoping to remember pants. <laughs> well, Saturn, I'm, my pants. I'm hoping to have that recorded. <laughs> right, YouTube. So um, yeah, it's just going to be. Chuck loses his pants at an IHOP. Absolute blast! Okay. Looking forward to it. Oh yeah. Looking forward to meeting people there, um, meeting a lot of the listeners there, and everything else. Going to be awesome, awesome, awesome time. With that, let me go ahead and give our information out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> there comes you, a mile-long page. You so. can find us at starjoes.com. You can find us at theforumforgeeks.com. Please join. We've been having a ton of people join lately. Oh, yeah. And it's been awesome. The community is just amazing. Mutt Lord's back. Mutt Lord's back. Greg is on there. Chromium Age is on there. Uh, God, there was somebody else that just showed up recently. Something like 78 or something like that. I can't remember that. Myth-making, yeah. Myth-making's on there. I mean, we, we got all these guys are on there. It's awesome i'd say there's at least 20 30 people that post regularly yeah hey and, and do yourself a favor uh you heard the the promo piece that we played earlier check out the punisher podcast yeah that's we, we both check it out. yeah yeah we it's good it. it's really good it's really if good you, if you guys enjoy the character the punisher, if you like the punisher and you like our style of show where it's a just kind of guys talking, talking chit-chatting Definitely do yourself a favor and check it out. They kind of recap what they've been doing, up, doing and up to, and then they yeah, then they, then they go they get into, into some Punisher. Punisher reviews, you right? Know. It, and then they they go off on tangents just like we do. It and, happens. Yeah. What are you gonna do? But it's awesome. It's yeah, good yeah. Stuff. Do yourself a favor and check that out because I know I'll be checking it out from yep. here on out. And uh, so it's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, and th- they actually sponsored the show. Yes, uh, that's why you heard the promo. Just to let you know how it works out, guys. If you're interested in the future, us promoting something that you're doing just verbally is free. Yeah, we have no problem doing that. It's just, you if know, you, help us, we'll help yeah, you. If you want to pl- us to play an actual audio, like, promo piece, then it's five bucks per episode. It's just a donation to the right. show. Right. And that's, that's, to play, and that's to play your audio piece on our show. That's what it is. It's just, and that's going to be the same for anyone. Now, there's other, the GeekCast ads that we play, that's part of our agreement with GeekCast. That's why they're played. Yeah. So, but... The Punisher one that you heard, that's from Chromium Age and his cohort, and they're awesome guys. I liked listening very much to their their uh, podcast. I plan on listening to other ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I picked uh, a rough one to, to pick as my first one because it was a two-and-a-half-hour episode. <laughs> well, yeah, with what you're doing at work, you have to stop. Right. I had to, I had to stop back, and yeah. go back a lot of times. But I also know we put out a four-hour episode, so I can't. Oh, yeah, I'm not faulting them for doing a long episode. I fault myself for not looking for a shorter one to introduce myself to them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to listen to more. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're just awesome guys. Well worth listening to. I'm very happy that I gave it a try. Yeah, I, I checked out the last three, and I'm going to go back and yeah. download the rest. Even so if you good. don't, even if you just like the Punisher, yeah, which or, is where I'm you at, have, you don't uh, have to be a Punisher fanatic. Yeah, like these guys. <laughs> yeah. or, or if you have a slight interest in the character, right. and you want to check out a couple of yep. episodes to see if you like it, yep. definitely go ahead and do it. Yep. Give yourself a favor and, and do it. And uh, and uh, rest of our information, Starjo's, uh, podcast at gmail.com. That's how you can email us. You Look for us on Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio. Look we for can... us at the Geekcast Radio Network. Exactly. Uh, you can Twitter us. It's at Starjo's Podcast. You can call and leave us a voicemail. You heard some this time. We'd love to have have even more next time. Uh, it's uh, 440-941-JOES, 440-941-J-O-E-S. Look us up on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, we're constantly contacting we our fans through We have a profile Facebook. page and a, and a fan page. It, it's good to be on both. We update both. Uh, and again, Twitter's the way to go for Baltimore, guys. We'll be doing mm-hmm. live tweets to let you know exactly where we're at, what we're doing, what our plans are. Yep. You want to meet up with us, you're more than happy and to hang last, out with us. We're hanging out with everybody. Yeah, last but not least. Girls, tops are optional. We have had... Oh, my God. What? We have had... 
a ton of a huge increase in listenership recently. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, that you know what that means to me. We need more iTunes reviews. That that <laughs> plus when we kick off our Toys for Tots campaign, pretty even soon, better. I'm expecting people to give generously now. Right. But That's the one time we hit you guys up we, for a little donation. We, we so. could really use some Toys iTunes. Tots, guys. We could really use some iTunes reviews. There was absolutely none this time. So if you want an iTunes, if you want to just give, leave an iTunes review. It just review, helps the show. It gets us and, more exposure. And, and you know, we'll read it on the air. Yeah. Chuck will read it on the air. Yeah, somebody it's, will. it's his job now. One of us. Yeah. If we don't have listener feedback, it's Chuck's fault. One of us. Just letting you know. Yeah, hey. Chuck. Word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's up? <laughs> With that, we'll go ahead and close. Woo! Oh, my God. Had to do it. Can we close? Go ahead. With that, we'll go ahead and close by saying the force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, guys. We'll see you in Baltimore. I love running at this time of the day. Yeah, me too. Makes me feel close to nature. The best part is that it's wonderful exercise. It's the best. Of course, one should check with a doctor before doing any heavy exercise. Right. And then start off just a little each day. I sure wish we could tell that to everybody. I think we just did. We did? Say for yourself. Remember, be good to your body, and it'll be good to you. Well said, E-Man. Now, I'll race you to the tree. Okay.